Great. Oh my god, that is beautiful. That's awesome. And greetings, greetings, and welcome to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG, and we are back for another fun-filled week of Star Citizen in the midst of all the challenges of Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> and so I am here. Oh, my audio is not coming through. My audio wasn't coming through. Oh, my God. No wonder everybody's sitting here. With yeah, we couldn't hear you either. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why do I not no. have audio for <laughs> I know. I know. I was double clicking things. Anyway, hi, everybody. The people who were online heard me, but uh, obviously I didn't have my guests hear me or my hosts. But anyway, we're back again for another fun-filled week of Star Citizen in the midst of a week of Cyberpunk 2077. We are still alive. We're still here. Yes, and we have so much cool, cool stuff to talk about. And uh, yeah, we want to uh, first introduce who we have on the show today. Uh, we have, as uh, as I'll start with the ladies first, we have uh, the green-eyed gal. Gigi is back with us this week. Hey, Gigi. Hi, hi. How are we? Uh, how you doing today, chat? Let's do the thing. Yeah, and you have a interesting could you do me a favor bring your monitor down just a little bit because it looped back in i know you're on the speaker and you have an interesting background behind you what's up with the background <laughs> look at everybody yeah uh, it's pico yeah he's as big as big as you are that's the scary part about it <laughs> no, no, no 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 you want to know what's really cool what's really cool Oh boy, there it is, guys. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay, here we he go. Finally, he finally arrived. I don't know how He's many weeks, <laughs> how many weeks have uh, you been talking so about awesome. that thing coming? Oh my god. Nice. Yep. His little snowboard says Microtech on the back. Look at it. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, amazing that that thing cost thirty bucks. That's what's amazing. But uh, no, it's on sale. Freaking adorable and worth it. It's on sale. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to see if I can get one. I can get a virtual oh, one. For oh, free. my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Well, anyway, it's good to see you, Gigi. And we have the man, the professor himself, Kimmy65. What's up, brother? Oh, seven, everyone. Glad to be here. And I got to say this. Shout out for Tommy Lister Jr. Uh, you know him as Debo of Friday and, and next Friday, as well as the infamous... Fifth element, he was President Lindbergh. Uh, unfortunately, we he left us due to COVID-19 um, contraction. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we wish him well. And he, he made us laugh. Yeah. And he kept us in awe and seeing uh, his career uh, really flourish. And so he will never be forgotten. Fifth element, 07. Yeah, absolutely. 62 years old, too, man. That's too bad. Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. JJ, good to have you. You're not late. You're right on time. We're just getting warmed up. Right on time, buddy. And last but not least, we have a special guest. We've been snatching these folks from uh, over at the um, <laughs> Relay SC. But we have the man who uh, always reminds us that NASA is still alive and SpaceX <laughs> is still kicking. Yes. Nakara. Yes. Nakara. Kicking hard. Yes. <laughs> How are you, man? Uh, I'm great. Uh, glad to be here. Good. It's been too long. Good, good. By the way, did you see the background I put behind you? 
I did. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, it's the same go. background you had when you were on, <laughs> on Relay go. Station. There you go. So there nice. you go. It's all yours. So there you go. Well, listen, folks, we're glad to have you guys back, um, back with us for another week. Uh, we're hitting another one of these uh, interesting monthly conversations. This one is one that I've been anticipating, even though there are a lot of people who aren't that crazy about it. Uh, and it's industrial. But before we get to that, as you guys know, 3.12, 312 is out right now. Uh, it was an Evocati last time we were together, and it is now with uh, First Wave. Uh, so that's those of you who are subscribers and concierge. And three out of the four of us have had the opportunity to do it. Gigi's got a busy life, and she hasn't had a chance to jump, jump in. But Kimmy and Nakara and myself have had some time, just a little bit of time. I only went in one time to see a LaGrange point. But uh, let me start with Nakara. You're our guest today, so give us any initial feedbacks. Was there anything you did get to dabble in while you monkeyed around in 312? um yeah absolutely uh so i i've played about uh four hours so far in 312 and um yeah i uh i mostly fly a prospector a lot of the time i like mining um pretty well developed game loop at this point and uh there were also some tweaks to it of course and we had the refineries uh I absolutely love the refinery decks. They did a beautiful job mm. on the, especially on the fine details of that environment, um, lighting and uh, and I was talking about this on Real Station, but they made it feel like a real workplace almost. Mm. You know, they had like the the med the med station set up for the employees, and there's like stretchers in case somebody gets hurt, mm. and yeah, it was, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, and uh you know normal ptu problems but um but it is pretty stable especially today they had a new patch that just came out uh recently um and the gas clouds are absolutely gorgeous mm. okay one point okay. absolutely oh, gorgeous yeah. mm -hmm. um i accidentally stranded my anvil arrow at a lagrange <laughs> point though because i flew to a lagrange point that didn't have a station <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> yeah, they say, "Where's the station at?" Uh, oh my God, it's not one here. Yeah. Oh, by the quantum fuel. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, well, thanks. Oh. That's good stuff to share. Kimmy, what about you? What uh, anything stick out for you? Oh yeah, good stuff in the car. Uh, yeah, I want to expound on that. Uh, the the mineable values have been cut down uh, substantially, mm -hmm. which is going to encourage you to be more involved in multiplayer, but. One of some of the things that were uh, the underlying things that they did was uh, the UI uh, when we're talking about the elevator panels, mm -hmm. stability with those panels, because we see so many uh, user interfaces in game. Now we're talking about taking all those assets and making them more st stable, optimizing them, which will take down that tech debt debt uh, in game. So th that was really refreshing to see. But another uh, component was the fact that you know, with new players jumping in the game. Uh, I really love the fact that you remember back in the day when they used to have the hangers and then we, and then all of a sudden they snatched all of our toys in the hanger. And mm -hmm. then they said, well, in order for you to pull up the, your, your items now, you had to find a little golf ball and spawn mm -hmm. those items. So they reconstituted those assets and placed them into, I call them POEs, points of entry to your ships. So I thought that was really, really a huge thing for new, potentially new backers, uh, people mm -hmm. getting into the verse for the first time. So mm -hmm. I thought that was really, really cool. And the fact that uh, 
I'm seeing substantial gains in the uh, the frames per second in game as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, details of the planets. Mm, that's yes. all I got. But Beautiful. it's it's I love it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, details are gorgeous on the planets. Mm -hmm. Yep, definitely. Gigi, I know you haven't had a chance to jump in, but I do know you're big on mining, and that's why you're on the industrial show today too. In fact, mm -hmm. so is there something in particular with the refineries? Is there stuff like that? Is that stuff you've been kind of looking forward to? Ah, uh, definitely. One of the things that I uh, I was in, um, I played in three. And I don't think I played much in 311. I was having performance problems in that in that patch. In 310, I played for about 14 hours or 15 hours uh, mining. Um, and uh, <laughs> well, the big problem with mining at that point, even though it worked quite well, was that you had to go down the gravity well at Microtech all the way back down to New Babbage mm. to refine. Mm -hmm. Um which is a long, long haul, yep. um, especially in that patch because the the thrusters and the prospector weren't working properly. So mm -hmm. landing was a freaking adventure. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. Um, oh. So being able to visit a space station instead of a planet to refine is huge. It's nice. Um, cuts down a lot of time. Um, and uh, the ref whole refining process is just amazing. There's a lot of depth to it, mm -hmm. and a lot of stuff I have not even been able to touch yet. There's m like six different methods of refining, mm -hmm. and each one of them has different pl pluses and minuses. Some of them take longer. Some of them cost more money. Some of them give you better yields. You know, look, that kind of thing. Cool, Gigi. I know that you like <clears> to mine. So, is this something you're looking forward to taking the next level with mining beyond your prospector? Oh, absolutely. You know, that's like a car. Usually if you see me out and about, I'm in my prospector because mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing. I'm somewhere. I'm mining, mm -hmm. trying to make some money to upgrade my ship and, you know, <laughs> put in new components and make things pretty and make things work well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like you said, like cutting down that freaking haul mm -hmm. all the way back to a planet for refinery is mm -hmm everything because it's so frustrating mm -hmm. especially because i'm not the best player right so halfway to where i'm going i forget and then i remember oh crap i can't do this there now i gotta mm -hmm. go somewhere stop for more fuel because i've wasted half my fuel getting halfway to the wrong place <laughs> and then go to where i need to go and it's such a pain <laughs> So just being able to cut out the middleman there and just go to a space station would be excellent. Okay. I got nice. you, Raymar. Uh, guys, we're going to do a quick audio check. We've got some funky stuff going on today. I just brought Nakara down. car. would you just do a quick test one, two, three, and you guys let us know how we testing, sound. Testing one, two, three. Is he better now, Raymar? Awesome. And Kimmy, can you do a test, please? Oh, seven soul citizens. Thanks for being here. And hello. Gigi, they say you. Can you do one, please? Hello, hello, everybody. This is Gigi. All right. What about Gigi? Everybody's good? Awesome. Thanks, guys. We appreciate that. See, we have a great community because they don't want us to put out crummy YouTube videos that nobody can hear <laughs> later on. So we appreciate that. Really, you know we what? do. We really do appreciate you know that. The fact, Griff, you, you hit something that's been resonating for me, and I'm going to be real quick. The fact that you mentioned community, and I got to say this, uh, shout out 07s to this community. 
when we look at the end of the year and what they were able to do, what they were able to maintain as far as this vision and this belief in this this best damn space sim ever. You guys held the line. Uh, went throughout all of this, throughout all of this, it could have been easily, it could have been, well, there's no citizen con. Oh, well, forget it. No more funding. We're walking off. We're out of here. But no, you held on to the vision. Uh, this has been the best year ever for Star Citizen uh, mm -hmm. game development, Cloud Imperium Games. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to say thank you because okay. you're the pinnacle of this project. You're the shining star to this project. You've held it down. You held it. And I want to say 07 and thank you. We would like to say 07 and thank you. <laughs> we all would yep. like to say that to you guys. All right, we're going to jump into it because we've got a lot of ships to cover today. Wait, so. just before we do that, because uh -huh. I know Fast Card's been waiting and he didn't get to see Fast Card look. Oh, <laughs> we're going to see that thing about 10 more and times. And it's soft and plushy, Fast Card. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Pico's here. Pico has arrived. Pico's like, I ain't going nowhere. All right. So listen, I'm going to put up the waiver for the show because we always do this. We want you to know that the ships that we pick today are ships that are designated by CIG, not us. Uh, but we will, at the end of the show, if we have enough time, talk about ships that we may think should be in the category. So there may be ships that even you guys think should fit into this category of industrial. So just want to give you that as a little precursor before we get started. Um, if you check out what's on the screen right now, this was pulled from the shipyards on the CIG site. And as you guys know, on the left side, they have these different categories of careers. And in fact, Nakara just kind of mentioned something that I've actually forgotten about because Kimmy asked about one ship in particular that was not listed under industrial that we all kind of thought, yeah, that should have been industrial. But they've also created a category called construction now. So... The Pioneer is not going to be on the list today, even though we would have thought it would have landed oh. under industrial, but they've evidently created a new career category. And I think, Nakara, you even said earlier, this might lend itself to the fact that maybe there'll be more than one type of construction ship. So that'll be another show if construction opens up, but we just want to kind of put that in there as a precursor <laughs> for you guys, okay? So if you look under that industrial category, you'll see that they break it down into what type of roles fall in that. Mining is one of them. Salvage is one and science is the other one. Yeah, JJ, they don't consider construction industrial. Go figure, right? But hey, <laughs> I'm sure they have some master plan going on. TV Liquid, hey, thank you for the follow. He's always streaming out there. Y'all check out TV Liquid, thanks for the follow. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into making it hot. This is a ship that I would have never expected, never expected to be considered industrial until I talked to some of my good friends and then they woke me up to the reality of this ship. Did you guys think that the Nomad would be considered industrial? Nakara, give me your shots, give me your thoughts here. Okay, straight up, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Agreed. Um, off, the, off the hop, no, I didn't think the Nomad was gonna be an industrial ship. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, hey, I'm not the one making the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. Do you own one? I do not own a, a Nomad, no. Okay. Um, I can, I can sort of see it, but... Yeah, yeah I mean, so I get that, yep. <laughs> it's, uh... I don't know, it's a little mysterious to me. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have expected. Kimmy, do you own a Nomad? I know we kind of talked about this before. Do you yes, own I one? do. You do. I do own one. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, 
in that context of it though when you when you nikara i have to agree with you but then you when you approach that that statement again and you add all these components of what the groundwork was and what the plan was from uh sig they made it very affordable so a lot of people naturally grabbed it so then when you you use that context of it's a volume it's heavy volume you look at our industry today out in the real world how is the industry uh being supplied by trucks that when we get stuff that comes gets the pick the playstation fives and all these components get hauled on these trucks and they get sent out to distributions or they come from distribution centers and such. And so in that context of what SIG has laid out, it does fall into that category now because now they have a met metrics, they have actual metrics to show that now we're talking about volumes of haulers that will take and run cargo outside of just the misc hull because now you can haul these items but at the same time, be able to protect yourself as well. Mm -hmm. So it, it it lends to of it lends to the narrative of at some point, yeah, you you may get attacked, but at the same time, you won't be stopped because you're going to take out some pirates as well because you have the capabilities. But according to the volume that they've they've sold these ships, it 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 adds into the narrative of the conversation of yes, it's industrial. It adds into that that economic system. Gigi, mm. you. Yeah had contemplated this ship but you opted not to go this way you skipped over from a titan where a lot of people went from a titan to this you went from a titan to a buck uh, a drake um cutlass black so yeah. what, what was it what was it about was there anything about the ship that just you didn't like or was it just the fact you said nah i don't need to make that next step i'm just gonna go all the way up well for one i just don't like how it looks i'm gonna be very honest with you i okay. think it's ugly Fair enough. okay now functional yes but i also think it's ugly mm -hmm. <laughs> okay um, I do not think that the Cuddy Black is ugly. Mm -hmm. So, and in the grand scheme of things, for me, when I'm when I make when I'm doing this kind of mental math, the bigger thing for me is what am I more willing to work for in game? Okay. So if I'm vacillating between two, it's like, well, I could work for the Nomad easier than I could work for the Cuddy Black. Okay. And I wanted that best in show skin. That's simple and fair enough. Okay. Um, nice. For me, I guess to, to what Nakara and Kitty were both saying, this ship is kind of like a hybrid. It's not, even though it is considered a starter ship, when we compare it to all the other starter ships that might have, you know, anywhere from two to four CCU, uh, not CCU, SCU. This one has what 24? 24. So so like yeah. you said, Kimmy, it's almost like a pickup truck. It you can do a little bit yes. more with it than exactly. you can with some of the other ships in relation to commerce and moving stuff around for somebody who does come in at an entry level. Now, weirdly enough, this ship is 70 bucks. Hull A is 40 or 45 bucks. And it's just kind of interesting the difference in that pricing for these. Um, I was surprised that so many people bought it, to be honest with you. As a, I mean, I'm sure there were the people out there who got it as a token, but it wasn't necessary to get this as a token because you could have bought a rock or you could have bought something even cheaper for a token. So there were a lot of people who seemed like they got this ship and they were happy with it. They were, you know, once they kind of balanced it out a little bit and got Until past Until they realized they had to go all the way through the ship to offload the cargo because yeah. there was no way to get on and off <laughs> the bed from the, outside. I admit that's the one thing mm. I don't like about this ship. And I mentioned this when we reviewed it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> that back window should have been a back door that led to the flatbed in the back. The fact that you've got to get on a ladder and go down to walk around to the back, I don't get it, CIG. 
please change that window into a door that slides to the left or right so people can reach their cargo and get into the ship very easily and not have to expose themselves by walking around the outside of the ship. Okay, enough mm. of that one. Let's, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. This is one that is in concept still. Um, and uh, boom. The SRV, Argo. Now, Argo is one of those companies for me that when I hear their name, I just think industrial. Uh, Nakara, I'm going to start with you again. <clears throat> I'm surprised that the Argo cargo and personnel are not considered industrial. Freaked me out completely. So <laughs> they instead, they jump over those two and go to this one. Uh, what do you think about this? Do you think this is going to be a ship that people tie in... Are they going to run a tow company business or is this going to be something that's going to be people who maybe are running a crucible or is, or is it going to be an org related ship? What do you think? the How do you think this one lands? Actually, you know what? Um, this one's how many? What, what's our crew like on this sucker? This is a uh, I feel like it's like a one man. It's one. It's, it's, it's actually max one crew. So yeah. I honestly see this as um, as the solo tow truck operator. Um that's their job. That's what they want to do in the in the game. They want to rescue people's ships, and you know, you wait for those those um, contracts to pop up on your screen. Grab them, go and get get the buddy's ship, and tow them in back to Port Olisar or you know, Ruin Station in Pyro, wherever mm -hmm. you are. Um, obviously, very ha very handy ship to have around in an org. Um, but I even think that there will be a lot of people who are just like, you know what? Today I'm going to go help a bunch of people, and I'm just going to go and tow their ships, and they can give me money. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> like my uh, my arrow that I got stuck in <laughs> at Hardcore Pell Four. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Kimmy. On the PR for this ship, on the marketing, not only do they show it towing a ship, they show it actually towing Cutlass Black. They also show it moving cargo. Do you think that this will be one of the things that we see people utilizing or orgs utilizing uh, moving cargo around with this ship? Uh, I could see that. I, I, I definitely can see that as far as cargo. Uh, I had one of these ships and I ended up melting it. I had it in a pack and I uh, turned it into something else. Mm -hmm. uh, but they did say, uh, Cloud Imperium Games did mention that if you're trying to tow a capital ship, you will need to work with a group mm -hmm. of these uh, these SRVs. Uh, in order to pull a, a capital size ship. Uh, with that said, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, it's interesting, but it looks like they're working their way up to the um, the tech that will allow you to to haul or pull these ships with, uh, we have that now with 312. So we're seeing the first iteration of pulling cargo uh, with the uh, tractor beam. But basically it's a full-fledged high level tractor beam. Okay. Uh, with this type of ship but uh again uh there's going to be a lot of, of of things that you can pull and haul i think it excuse, also lends into salvage second, me, as well excuse me one second uber nerd with a rate of 141 people nerds <laughs> thank you thank you nerds welcome 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 uber nerd oh seven uber nerd as always you are always oh, yes. the man with the plan yes. and with a bunch of people that you send our way we really appreciate it thank you so much and, man one you guys welcome Thanks we're just talking about uh, we just got started we're talking about what are going to be industrial ships and industrial career in yes. in star citizen and uh go ahead kimmy i'm sorry but but no, no, that's great. Thank you again, Uber Nerd. You're always appreciated, man. And um, again, with the SRV, it, it's so organic in regards to what you're able to do with this ship. Uh, you can, you can, you can pull cargo. Uh, you can, you can, you can pull uh, salvageable salvageables. 
it's so it's so uh, it's so gray in that area that you know if you if the if the um, tractor beam works on it, mm -hmm. it's yours mm -hmm. literally. So it's basically you're going out there and just looking for stuff, mm -hmm. and whether it means uh, you know getting if you're in an org, yes, of course you, you have that crucible. And you have that mid-size to single ship, and they're unable to get from A to B because they were in a, a PvP experience, but they they survived. Mm -hmm. Okay. All that ship back and get it repaired. Okay, cool. Um, GG, what do you think uh, if your ship breaks down? Are you going to go for insurance? Are you going to call the tow truck? Which one do you think you're going <laughs> to? Which one you think you're gonna go for? Uh, I think it depends heavily on how badly damaged my ship is. Mm -hmm. I think it depends heavily on where I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think with this, I wonder: Are you gonna get towed willingly or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you know, like you could. People might use it for scavenging yeah. or other things, you yeah. know. Um, and, you know, little on me, I don't really like to fight people, but I will if you try to tow me away yeah. <laughs> without my permission. Well, you know what? You mentioned, um, a good, you mentioned a good point because I think one of the things that we don't think about, Cryptonology, thank you for the follow. Vengeful1977, thank you for the follow. VW Insanity, thank you for the follow. Onidraw, thank you for the follow. Nautic Ank, thank you for the follow. Hitman1, thank you for the follow. Kenrin, thank you for the follow. Appreciate you all hanging out with us right now. Um, here's a question I want to ask you. Like right now, there's certain, you know, there's certain things in the game that we do right now that aren't in the final version of the game, right? And you just mentioned something that made disturb me. I want to ask you this. Your ship, go, your ship for some reason either breaks down, whether you've had a fight or whatever the case may be, but you're still alive, right? You're the last one standing, last woman standing. Right. Um, systems have been messed up. Oxygen is depleting. Okay. So at this point, the option of leaving your ship there is a possibility, right? Where you can maybe call for a beacon and someone can pick you up, but you mm -hmm. still have to leave your ship, right? Um or, or do you just say, "Hey, I'm going to try to wait for that tow truck"? Is that good? How do you think players are going to respond to that? Because evidently, they're going well, to have to make it. Another thing, like that's just one of those those considerations you're going to have to make in the moment. It's going to mm. depend on what circumstance you're in. Like you said, if your oxygen's depleting, mm -hmm. you may not have time to sit around and wait <laughs> mm -hmm. for the tow truck to get there. You need to send out a beacon and get somebody to you right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But if you just saw a few sparks off the back of your ship and you're like, eh, maybe don't take her out. I'll wait it out and get her back and get her fixed. Mm -hmm. You might call the tow truck because the tow truck's probably cheaper than paying off that insurance deductible. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I have another yeah. thought on this one. Mm -hmm. I was I was thinking about this. Another use case for this ship would be fleet support. Um, like if you're in a big battle, it would be very helpful to have a couple of these, these ones... Uh, hanging back a little bit and then pulling ships out of the fight that are, mm. you know, yeah. damaged, but mm -hmm. not destroyed. Mm. But getting um, them out of the way. And, and especially if you're in like a far flung area, it's like, would you, you want to have like this area behind where you're fighting, where you have repair ships and SRVs to bring ships back. Mm -hmm. um, especially because they talk specifically in the description about how this ship has heavy armor and shields. Yeah. So you can kind of, dip your nose into those combat areas, grab mm -hmm. a ship, and then get out of there. Mm -hmm. Good point. And one of the other things that they mm -hmm. talked about on this ship, and I'll say this, and we'll move on to the next one. They talked about 
if you're leaving atmosphere with a ship that was having difficulty, that you could use multiple of these ships to help support getting that ship out of atmosphere. So like Kimmy said earlier, coordinated effort might be a factor, you know, even though you may have that one man operation. Um, it's got a lot of value and it's going to be a really interesting to see, see how CIG creates the mechanics for people to introduce this. Evidently, they've thought some things out. This isn't just out there. We always well, say they don't uh, put stuff in the game for the heck of it. Chat yeah. is currently saying that uh, insurance has gotten a huge change. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it takes 15,000 AUEC to expedite a tally or you yep. got to wait two hours. That's right. That's right. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. Expedite time of an hour and a 40k fee that's right that's right it's gonna get worse it's coming it, these people are gonna be weeping don't let your damage ship become that coffee don't blow your cup, things up said. anymore everybody <laughs> all right okay let's move on to the big brother of this because this is the one that i think that's going to be interesting when i read the original description for the crucible they actually said that the crucible was going to have something that was like a drone that could tow but they've taken that away now and I think that by introducing the SRV, that kind of created a mm -hmm. gameplay mechanic. Um, this ship, uh, and the car, again, I know we can talk about people making money in operation, but is the Crucible something that we could see anytime soon? Or is it going to take a while before we get to this? Because in my table, this is one of those ships that's down the road somewhere. But uh, repair is going to be important pretty soon. Do you think that we'll see the Crucible pop up anytime soon? Or the Vulcan maybe start out as a beginning to that? I really like the Crucible. Um, in terms of its release timing, yeah, I'm thinking probably not super soon. Um, they really need to have the repair mechanics well and truly under control and well implemented before you want to put a heavy repair ship into the game. Mm -hmm. They tend not to put the heavies anyway as their first option. Maybe more like a Vulcan or something to start. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to say probably at the end of next year, at the soonest. So you think the CIG, that's that was a fluke in the early days because the Reclaimer was heavy, the Starfarer was heavy, and mm -hmm. their smaller ships came later. But you think now it's the, it start with the smaller mechanic and build your way up now probably, right? I, 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 I do think they're going to go smaller. I, I don't... Because um, you saw it too with um, the hulls are missing... You're missing, um, you're missing the Orion, mm -hmm. and uh, I also don't think you're going to see it anytime soon. Mm -hmm. um, I think that they made those ships at that time because they were the quintessential ship of their game mechanic. Um, but uh, once they had things like mine, there there are smaller mining ships now. They went with the Prospector first, okay. um, and then then with the Rock, and then with the hand mining. You know, they got the the small stuff down. Okay. Um, I think that they'll probably go more with that direction because you don't want to have to rework the mining mechanic of the RSI Orion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> you want it right. to be done. <laughs> right. Okay. Good point. Kimmy, what about you? Do you own a Crucible or uh, did you ever have one? I, I do. I, I do own the Crucible. And uh, yes, uh, I, I concur with uh, Nakara. Mm -hmm. uh, simple math. You add up persistence. You add up the materials. Mm -hmm. You add up all the ships you add up the gameplay mechanics in order to make that work mm -hmm. with all ships yes much later than sooner mm, good point good point uh gg uh you said that you're a support person is this the type of ship that you'd be willing to work on 
you know, in between those flights. And you say, Kimmy says, hey, I need a couple people to come out here and work. Because I think this takes like four or five people to run <laughs> yeah. this sucker. It's not a one-man operation, one-woman operation. Are you the type of person that would do support to help do that type yeah, of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would, I, I had considered buying a Crucible. Mm-hmm. Like I had thought about the idea of that being one of the major ships that I worked for in the game. Um, because I do prefer kind of secondary play style. And I prefer supporting play. Because I, I liked the uh, detachable pressurized workspace, mm-hmm. you know, where you could kind of just be in your space and then operate out if you needed to. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know how much I personally would get done with it. Okay. okay. I worry that it would just be one of those ships that's in my inventory that I don't use. <laughs> mm, okay. And so I don't want to do that, but I would absolutely work on one. Okay. Cool. Very cool. All right. We're going to step it up here and go to the next one. <clears throat> we were going to move out of that category of repair and salvage uh, to the rock. This little monster came out earlier this year, if I'm not mistaken, and it came out at $50 and uh, people got really, really excited about it. It was very buggy. <laughs> it was uh, the wheel. The wheels were very slippery. It slid around whenever you used it. And uh, it had a lot of problems in the beginning. Um, it also got eaten by planets. It got eaten by planets. That's true. <laughs> they just planets. disappear yeah. on you, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, Nakara, talk to us about the rock. Uh, what do you think about this uh, in the way you see mining evolving? Because this is kind of like that low-level entry level kind of thing here at fifty dollars you've got it's interesting because i like i like mining but the to me the rock feels too manual mm-hmm. um having yeah. to because you're like <laughs> blasting the little gems and then you have to get out of your ship and you have to go and pick yep. them up and then you have to go walk around the back and you have to shove them in the back and then you have to go back around to the front and jump back in your rock and then drive away it's too manual um it's the same annoyance of the nomad that having to get out and go around the back and do actual work when you're the whole point is being in the ship okay. and doing it. Wait, 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 wait a minute. This goes to show that both of you guys were doing this sucker when it wasn't working right because now it works right. <laughs> oh, the tractor beam works. The beam said? works on it now. So you guys, got, yeah, thing. you guys were in those early days when that sucker was not sucking up nothing, and you had to Man, get out of there. You had to get thing, out, okay? go pick up the crystals, go back yes. around the back of it, shove yes. them in the trunk, See, get back in the thing, go right. find another crystal. It See, was a yeah, pain. Kendrick, Kend- Kendrick says that no, you don't have. You could <laughs> suck it up like the prospector. Okay, then so that's perfectly fine. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Um, that, that, now, that's wonderful. My question you see. The thing that I really wanted uh-huh. was I wanted something that, and this is totally unobtainable because of how they made the prospector, but it'd be great if the rock was attachable to the prospector in some way. Because mm. I want both of them. Mm. Yeah, you know? right? I would love, can't like, have both of them. Can, yeah. <laughs> it would be really nice if there were some way to take your rock out with you while you were mining with your prospector I agree. because you come across those little hand mineable gems while you're out on your prospector and it would be great if you could just drop your rock run out and get it and then come back and considering that they're both mining ships come on y'all give us a way to do that mm-hmm. yeah that's that's, that's absolutely uh can the mole hold a rock nope 
I nope. don't know. Nope. I can nope. tell you now. Nope. Why? It's like, why, why are you making it and, so hard well, you to know, it's operate weird. mining chips together? Because they made it. See, what's really but weird is... But the nomad is, can. <laughs> no. No, it can't. Believe it or not. You know what, Kimmy? I tried to take a rock out on it. And you know, at the top, it there's that work. thing that flips down. You know what I'm talking yes. about? That thing yes. comes down and knocks the rock out of your thing. And and because the grid isn't completely, completely there, if you leave it open with the ramp down, the rock the rock rolls off and slides off and, and, and goes off your ship. So it'd be nice if they get it together. The ship that most My people cash. were using was like the Cutlass. The Cutlass Black was the ship that a lot of people that were doing one-man operations, they just loaded into that and go. But yes, I, agree. I want to I load it onto a ship where I can mine big yeah. rocks too. But I agree. Like I want to be able to do multiple forms of mining at a time. I, I don't want to have to just mine rocks or just mine gems. Let me do both. I'm trying to make money. Okay, Chody, I can buy your thing. Chody, I see what you're saying. Chody says, Chody says if you toggle the arm, you can get it to stay in there in the... Uh, in the uh, what is the ship called? I don't want the ship. I don't want the single ship to do several things, Chody. I want to be able to take the smaller land ship on my bigger mining ships right. so that I can use them both while I am out in the verse. To what Chad is saying and to what we are all, all saying and to what SIG has planned is the fact that when we are, when we put all these components and elements together of gameplay, what's required with this? organized gameplay uh multiplayer gameplay once we have everyone together in the pool doing this one uh operation amongst many uh, all these things can be achieved with these various uh vehicles and assets and features in game mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay so you, do you want to know something funny about that situation mm -hmm. I uh, actually discovered if you go super low power on your mining laser on the prospector, you can mine those gems. Ooh. <laughs> can you? Ooh. Yep. Are you serious? I never tried yep. on the prospector. Really? You got to go really far <laughs> really away. Low? Really low? Really far away. You got to aim perfectly. You got to use super low power and you can, you can mine those gems. Oh, yeah, okay. Holy crap. All all right. Right. You guys heard it here. If it doesn't work, send wow. all the nice. email to Nakara. You know what I'm doing later. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. At least okay, that was a couple patches ago. If it doesn't work now, well, Kendrick, Kendrick says Kendrick says he knew about Kendrick it. Kendrick said, so. "Oh, I thought that was my secret." <laughs> All right, well, That's awesome. we'll see. Well, now it is the secret of 104 other people, buddy. Oh, <laughs> that is funny. Okay. All right. So I think no, and I I do I think Chody. Someone said it earlier, or no, it was Envoy. Envoy said CID Envoy, doesn't want yeah. single ships to do everything, and that's true. Don't don't get me wrong. We understand. I think what we're saying is, as miners, if I'm going to go out and do some mining, there's some, for example, there's some rocks I can't access because I don't have the rock with me. So all we're right. saying is, is that it'd be nice to be able to have the rock, be able to load in, and then when I go do my mining, if I if I need to get out, I can park my rock and come out, and I can do my mining in that, or if I need to be my prospector. Uh, and we and trust me, we, we're all we're big advocates and understand that Chris does want this social dynamic of gameplay yeah. and, and not the Frankenstein ship that does everything. But the nearby caves. Exactly. You know what would be really cool? <laughs> put, the rock for nearby caves. Yeah. Put a winch on the back of the prospector so you can drag your rock along with you. <laughs> that would be cool. If you would drag a, a trailer on a pickup. How cool would that be? Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> that would be a disaster. You know that would <laughs> it would blow up before total, you got anywhere disaster. near where you wanted to go. But it would look so oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool comes in. I'll take that. Yeah, for real. Cool turtle twenty four. Thanks for the follow. Kendrick, thanks for the follow. And Oregon goalie, thank you for the follow as well. Okay, so enough of rocking and rolling. Let's move it up to the. Uh, let's start moving it up to the. The entry level here, uh, the next level entry level of minor, at least it was the entry level until The Rock came in, and that's the uh, the prospector. Uh, Nakara, any, uh, he loves it. Yeah, give us uh, some thoughts on yes. this. You know the history of this ship, so anything you want to say this about it? This is one of the best ships in Star Citizen right now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I love this ship. Mm -hmm. um, so... So what exactly did you want me to talk about, Griffin? No, just anything you want to share about it. I mean, I, I know I know this is your thing, so I'm just saying, what, is like there anything in particular about this ship? Yeah. The Griffin. I mean, this is where they introduced mining into the game for us, so, you know, anything you want to share about mm -hmm. that with the Prospector? So, a um, couple things about the Prospector. First of all, it's a, especially now that they've fixed the thrusters, it's a joy to fly. It's obviously mm -hmm. not like a super fast little ship, but... Um, but it is a lot of fun to fly. Um, gets out of atmosphere in a hurry now. Another big problem that they had before. Um, really, really love the cockpit on this ship. Uh, mm -hmm. Being able to see Visibility. really well is mm -hmm. nice when you're mining. Because you got all those rocks around you everywhere. Um, not the little tiny... You know what I mean. Anyway. <laughs> um... The uh, I've really one of the things I absolutely adore about this ship is that they, um, th when they were designing it, they designed it with the hull B in mind. So the hull B and the prospector will be a natural uh, will be a natural synergy. Um, those uh, pods on the side of the prospector can be popped off, and the hull B can mount them on their on its uh, its cargo structure. Mm. Um, so you can just pop off those pods if you got a buddy running a hull B. He can uh, he can uh, load them up and go back and take them to a refinery, which takes time anyway, and then come back to you and you'll have more for him. Mm -hmm. Such a cool little mechanic for two players. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, love this thing. Okay, Kimmy, this has like been the money maker for a lot of people. I know you own a prospector. Um, <sighs> What what is the you know in the beginning when the mole came out there was a lot of backing and forthing about well which one do you make more money with you know people automatically assume because you had three lasers on the mole you make more profit but people have also found out that ain't so necessarily true right so will this ship remain viable as a, as a one person you know tool to go out and mine or do you think people will gravitate more toward the mole and stuff like that I think it, it's it's uh you have both aspects of it but when you're talking about uh people who want to just jump into the game and they're you know it's just them mm -hmm. this is perfect this was and again this this always has a soft spot in my heart about this ship because it was the quintessential career-based ship mm -hmm. and it was uh it, it made history because it was the very first ship that was unmilitary not military not fighting but mm -hmm how to attain uh, money other than cargo hauling. Mm -hmm. And with that said, we saw the first iteration of what that means with the economy and how it affects it. And they continued the narrative of creating this, this gameplay mechanic that expanded to where it is now. And it's to a point that is still one of the, the go-tos. Um, of course, we have more online careers coming down. And it, it just shows you how well and how in-depth SIG is as far as getting these careers uh, playable, fun, interacting, 
but at the same time they're they're looking at both narratives of single player and multiplayer so people who are based on solitude or just want to relax by themselves this is always and will always be that go-to shit mm -hmm. okay. so in the sense of of working with others you can still have the single player experience and have multiples out there mm -hmm. or you can see neighboring uh mining ships mm -hmm. uh but yeah this is the quintessential single player uh career ship right here that the uh prospector I'm glad you shared that, Kimmy, because we have gone out in groups before. I've been out with you before, Gigi. We, we've gone out in groups before. <laughs> yeah. And, I no, but I mean, but we have. Right. Hey, man, what are you doing, you know, dude? But, but we you have. You're about to run into me. No, no, like, we, I don't know, man. We, we it's had crazy. A, let's What's just, going on? Let's just say we had a couple explosive <laughs> moments while we were out there, right? That's about it. But no, but to your point, you're right. It doesn't mean that you have to all pile into a mold. You can have two or three people, and two or three people can be scanning in different directions, and you can work as a team. Or you can also have that social dynamic or that collaborative, you know, that cooperative thing that goes on if you want to jump into a mole. Uh, Gigi, out of all the ships that you jumped to, I think you went from a Titan right to a Prospector. What? Why did you pick sure that did. in particular? What, what, why that one? Well, frankly, like we'll just be honest about it. Mining is the most well fleshed out <laughs> aspect of the game like if okay, there's going to be a absolutely. career and you want to do it right now mm -hmm. it's going to be mining because everything else isn't functional quite yet mm -hmm. um also we know that i like secondary gameplay so mining was nice. perfect I, I didn't have to fight people unless they came you know looking free for me somewhere off on the middle of damar and good luck to you if you find me off in the middle of damar scanning <laughs> i will shoot at you too so fine great whatever mm -hmm. um but I, I just, I, I really wanted to do mining. I wanted to get into it. I was really interested in it from the start. So it was an easy choice. And along with what Kimmy was saying, it's, I would not buy a mole as much as I like the mole and as much as I like mining. The mole is that ship where Chris Roberts is forcing social gameplay again, which is great. That's the whole point of Star Citizen. But if you don't have 10 people right now to work your mole, mm -hmm. you're not going to get anything done. You're not going to make any money. So it's a worthless piece of machinery. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. It, it, until if you can get in that prospector and go make 50K right now, that's better than staring at a mole that you can't man mm -hmm. and go make nothing. Okay. Okay. Good point. Well, um, yeah, I've also I've also seen uh, if somebody does start chasing you around with, when you're in your prospector, apparently just turn on your mining laser at 100 percent and point it at them. Yeah, I Yay. heard. I've heard uh, that does heavy some damage. damage. Yeah, I heard it does damage. Yeah, yes, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's fair, but it's fair. That one, is one super fair, and I'm going to do that because I had a carrot come after me once, <laughs> and I was able to just kind of get out of there because it's a big slow carrot, and I was a little bit smaller. But the next time, somebody's going to take a mining laser to the ship. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. awesome. Oh one, my God! Standard dev, the, standard the dev. Thank you for seven months subscribing. Seven months. Oh my God! Thank standard you, standard. We love you. Thank you, man. Oh awesome. My God. Thank you. Stop spending your money. Save it for ships. No, I'm just kidding. Thank <laughs> you. Also, also, <laughs> while we have 100 people here, everybody, look! Oh <laughs> God. Good so, for you, GG. We got it's about nice. we got about seven it's, more it's of really those nice. coming. We got about seven more of those coming. Oh Jeez, my God. So all right. Pico you know is what? here. One one good here's the last point about real quick mm -hmm. the prospector. This 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 is an aha moment. This is a technical thing about the, the uh 
the prospector. I have a throttle. I have dials. This was the first time that I was able to incorporate my dials with the mining laser. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, what is it? The, the, the UI. The, the, mm -hmm. the intensity. Mm -hmm. And so I set the dial. So when I go to, so I use the math equation of greater than, less than, mm -hmm. because it, it's, it's intuitive, right? Mm -hmm. And so to the left, it's less than, to the right, it's greater. So it allows me to look at the mining laser and to, work myself in between the green zones mm -hmm. and who, who does that <laughs> what does who does that who yeah. develops develops a game like that where you can use those dials with a mining laser the intensity and 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 those dials are spot on analog absolute spot on mm -hmm. and that's why that still remains one of my hearts right there uh, nice. of incorporating your hardware mm -hmm. into the game as well that's a good awesome. point good points and and just so you guys will know uh, some of you already know this if you if you've been in ptu uh and cig had talked about this a few weeks ago that they were revamping the ui for all the mining ships and the ui now is amazing so when you get a chance you're going to be so happy that they've made it so much better yes wow. they're still going to be working on it this ain't the final rendition i guarantee you but it is better than what we had and you'll feel like you have much more control and awareness while you're mining as well as as you guys know you'll even be able to see what resources are being separated in your ship, what percentages you have. Uh, it's just gotten a lot yes. better. So let me jump yeah. from that ship to the next one because we, we just got finished talking about it. And that was the Argo Mole. I don't, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this ship other than the fact that we know that it is basically a one, two, three, four person, five person operation, pilot, co-pilot, three people on lasers. Yes. Um, I've seen people take this ship out and say, well, I'll go out with two people. I, to be honest with you, unless I have this fully manned, I don't go out with it. I, I just mm -hmm. don't because uh, of the economic dynamic of it with, with the game. Uh, fuel. So, yeah, yeah, some of you also, I think yeah. Kimmy mentioned this earlier, the prices have been adjusted in the game for resources now because they're setting up the difference between raw materials and refined materials. So don't lose your mind over that. Understand that when these numbers change, there's never anything that's permanent when they go up, down, whatever the case may be, because they want us to do certain things in the game from a testing standpoint. But... I will say this when Still Argo put mad, this I out. Yeah, I know. When Mark, when Argo put this ship out, if you guys have ever walked around this thing, it is amazing. The design mm -hmm. on this ship is yes. unbelievable. Yes. Nakara, any thoughts on the on the mole? Uh, basically, what you said. I love the design. It's a gorgeous ship. I love the orange. Um, I love the yes, idea sir. of this of the social mining. Um, is still keeping in the same um, in the same. Um, gameplay mechanic mm -hmm. because the orion's mining mechanic is totally yeah different another world mm -hmm. whole other world from <laughs> from the current uh implementation of mining um and uh i thought i just thought it was a beautiful implementation of of social mining mm -hmm. kimmy you've talked about it's great to have a ship like this but people have to also think about not only the cost of the ship but you've mentioned about tricking it out right you talked about oh, pimp yes. pimping out your vehicle Yes. What is it going to take to trick out trick out this thing when you want to put like the best laser, the best this or the what do they call those things you put in there? The um, come on, help me out, chat. What's the thing you put in there to help you when you're mining? Not the laser heads, but those other things that they they give you now that you buy. Come on, chat. I know somebody in there knows what I'm talking about. Those little mm -hmm. things you buy, you buy them in there. And they make it so that your laser won't cut as fast or it cuts slower. Consumables, thank you, Severance. Consumables. The consumables, you got to buy consumables. You got to buy three heads. I mean, the best head on this sucker is over a hundred thousand 
SCU, yeah. right? Or CCU or whatever, yeah. ACU, UEC, sorry. <laughs> get all my numbers I'm, mixed up. What do you think, Kenny? Is it going to be an investment to run a ship like this? It's definitely going to be an investment, but it's about planning as well because they, they placed it in game. And for those who are prepared will actually uh, profit. And with that said, uh, when you run into uh, high-level bits and pieces of minerals or veins, once we get the economy system going, you have to be prepared. So it will pay for itself once you're able to find those mineables that are higher valuable, valuable uh, count. And so, yeah, it's all about being prepared. It's, it, it's not whether uh, you're going to do it or not, or you, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. There's going to be someone out there who's going to be ready and ready to go to make the money. Then you look over at them and say, wait a minute, you, you made how much? How, how much? Wait a minute, who does this? Mm. You have to prepare. So it's about the investment. It's about strategizing. Mm -hmm. So for those, especially with orgs who are uh, mining centric, that's all on their their hit list. That's on bucket list or top tier uh, choice. Mm -hmm. It's all about getting the materials and being prepared and getting ready to really take advantage of those opportunities once you find these mineables out there. So yeah, it's an investment, but it's a worthwhile one. Okay, fair enough. Gigi, I know you don't own one, but you said you'd be willing to work on one. Is that correct? Yeah. Because um... you said la the mining lasers your thing that you like doing. Yeah, I would definitely be a laser operator. Um, maybe <laughs> later on down the line, I would consider owning one mm -hmm. once things were a little more fleshed out and I felt like it was a viable purchase. Okay. Um, because I do plan to have one. I do plan to have an Orion, but I'm just not willing to buy something that I probably won't have in my hands for a few years. Okay. And as far as the mole... I don't know right now that I have enough people to man one. So mm -hmm. I don't know that it would be a worthwhile purchase for me, but I would absolutely be a laser operator. Yeah. All right, chat. Y'all heard that Gigi's looking for hard working labor. So there you go. <laughs> Just contact her. Let her know. She put laser you on the operators put you and on the a co-pilot. Just make sure you know how to aim and don't blow up stuff. I'm sure right? that should be fine. <laughs> this okay. ship will, Listen, this ship we need a pilot, two laser operators and a co-pilot because I'm not yes. flying it. <laughs> so be clear it's my ship I'm not flying it all right one of y'all gotta be able to fly <laughs> all right we're gonna go to the granddaddy here Nakara you touched on this a little bit I'm, I'm gonna let you speak about it a little bit because you said that the mining on this is an entirely different world could you elaborate oh, on the wow. Orion universe <laughs> so wow. uh, probably one of my favorite ships in Star Citizen right here uh, the Orion is a beast um so this mines in a completely different fashion from our current mining um so it's ta it, you're talking about using uh the what they call the rmap missiles mm -hmm. to fracture asteroids oh wow um and uh then that giant uh the giant like uh maw at the front of it basically crushes up the pieces of asteroids use a tractor beam to pull them in um, and it basically ingests pieces of asteroids into it and then stores it in the giant containers on the back. It's basically a space whale, a mechanical space whale that eats asteroids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh. coolest job on this ship is going to be the missile operator. Mm -hmm. There, it, it's apparently 
based on what Tony Zervex said, you need to be very good at the job. Yep. Um, have to perfectly target the right spot on the asteroid to fracture it properly to avoid losing material. Um, and to avoid just causing a catastrophic explosion that blows up the Orion as well as the asteroid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and the crew. <laughs> and the crew. Mm -hmm. Um, this is the first ship, I believe, that star that was in Star Citizen that unequivocally cannot land. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. Um, it has no landing legs. It has its design is completely divorced from the idea of being able to land. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. so it is it is a space only vehicle, but as you can see, it has. An enormous capability for mining. It has huge cargo pods, and it has an onboard refinery. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The um, refinery was amazing my big thing for it. Design. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Kimmy, one of the things that impressed me about this ship, or the impression I got from the ship, I should say, and Nakara touched on it a little bit. This is the ship that, to me, everybody needs to be good at what they do. This is not the rookie mm -hmm. ship. Um, they talked about the fact that the navigator, the pilot will have to be able to manage the side. Cause you, as you know, this thing is a beast. It is huge. It is one of the largest ships in the game. So the, the aspect of navigation, the aspect of if there's an emergency, such as you're under attack, or as Nakara said, maybe there's a fracture that might erupt that pilots got to know how to get away. There's also somebody, if, not remember, if I'm remembering correctly, Nakara, correct me if I'm wrong, who is someone who analyzes the, the rocks themselves. Yep. I mean, everybody, there's yep. like five people and all of them have these roles that are all crucial. This is not a one person operation. So yeah, there's like a scanner operator and they their job is to scan the asteroids, right? And to find the right spot for the missile operator to hit. Mm -hmm. uh, the missile operator actually remotely operates the missile. So we'll fly the missile in. Um, yeah, amazing mm -hmm. ship. It's gonna mm -hmm. be a lot of teamwork. It actually isn't a lot more crew than the mole. I th think it's five, mm -hmm. um, but yep. each one of them has a is a lot more responsible for making sure everything goes right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> this is one of those ships. Go ahead, Gigi. Go ahead. That I'm actually. This is one of those ships where I'm glad that Rep will be coming into the game because you're gonna need a worthwhile reputation to get a job on an Orion. Yeah, mm -hmm. because really if you suck at what you're doing, you're gonna kill everybody, and no one's gonna make any money. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Mm -hmm. And uh, you were touching on it, Griffin, but you're gonna need an amazing pilot. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to like dance through a freaking asteroid field with yeah. a gigantic ship and mm -hmm. not get hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Physics um, is gonna be an uh, issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kimmy, this ship has a lot of going on on it, right? It's got the refinery, it's got the, uh, the, the you know, the lasers, it's got the, the missiles, but there's also the dynamic that this is, would, would this be considered like deep space? In other words, when, this isn't something you just go take out for a half hour, right? When you go out in an Orion, you're going out there, right? I mean, this is like... Oh, no question. Okay. Can you talk no a little bit about that, about what it. that means? Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, casual gamers need not apply. When you see yeah. this ship, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, to, so I'm not joking. I'm not joking. This is this is ship. This ship is designed for the people who are. What we see of the endeavor, this is the industrial answer to that. Mm -hmm. uh, on this gaming play level, you 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 have you you serve this niche mm -hmm. of of certain gamers who say, I am totally, 100 percent unequivocally 
in on this gameplay. Mm-hmm. And I and 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 by no means I will be the best. Mm-hmm. I will be the best. And I have a crew who will who will serve me, mm-hmm. follow under my my guidance, and we will freaking get it done. When you're talking about mining, we look to be at the top of the food chain. We are the quintessential go-tos in this regard of this gameplay mechanic. So with that said, our operations will not have anything to do with uh, dealing with the, the casual things in game. This is strictly who we are. This is where we are. 100% unequivocally mining on mining. this level. And okay. they're, they're rep- and, and great point to Gigi to say that when you when you look at Orion, the uh, you look at mining on this level, you will see that org's name right there. You'll look in the lore, and they 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 are there. That reputation, five star, high marks, uh, top of the top of the food chain. Period. Okay. And so yeah, your your your, your yeah, resume is going to have to be impeccable yes. to get a you're job. Gonna, on you're going to be the best of the best, and 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 yeah. you're going to have a top ten, of course, right? You're going to have a top ten of those guys. And and there's there lies the gameplay within that the competition within that but yeah you're gonna be you know this is where the the, the Carrick will probably pass this ship going by it and it's like oh my god look at that they're just wow they're really working those asteroids yeah. <laughs> right and like, me zooming care. by they and my little prospector you. taking yeah. the video like holy yeah. crap you guys I just flew by in Orion <laughs> and, and and at at some point Sig will have to address this style of gameplay if not they're going to come after Sig seriously in regards to why the hell can I not spawn on this ship me and my crew this is a dedicated if if this is a dedicated mining ship I need to spawn i don't care about homesteads habs etc i'm spawning here and when i decide to come back then because of persistence i come back period so yeah it's going to be that different level that different niche of player with this type of ship but yet when it comes down to the economics they're at the top okay fair enough so I, I'm glad you mentioned that too about the the endeavor. I know uh, Nakara referenced that earlier, and we're going to talk about that because there are these ships, what I what I would call deep space ships, right? When you go out in them, the, they're designed to be out there, and yeah. so it'll be really interesting to see uh, how CIG sets up this thing with despawning. I've had people say, "Oh, if I see an Orion, I'm going to blow one up." Eh, 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 eh. Lol. No. Good luck with that. Go read. Go read no. the specs on an Orion, guys. Their drones alone will smash you. I guarantee you, you're not going to just take out an Orion. And the other issue will be, what's the purpose of taking out an Orion? That's a whole other factor, too. When you start talking about taking out a cap ship like this, I, I don't, you better bring everybody. That's all I'm going to tell yeah. you, because it's not going to yeah. be an easy takedown to take down something I, like an Orion. I mean, also, I don't imagine anyone's going to go out with an Orion and not have, like, protection with them. They're mm-hmm. going to bring, they're going to pay mm-hmm. people to come out and flank them yes. and protect them and mm-hmm. keep eyes out and make sure that nobody's running up to... Yep beat on a ship they can't beat up in the first place. You're talking yes. about going out in Orion and probably making, if you have a successful run, a millions, couple, <laughs> a couple million credits in like one run. That's um, right in the car. Per crew member, probably. Legit. And, and uh, so you're going to be probably spending a couple hundred thousand credits mm-hmm. just on protection. Yeah. Um, yeah. Be like anybody, yeah. you know, what? I need five hornets. Come with me. Yep. You know, <laughs> what do you, what do you exactly. charge? Yeah, what do you charge? I want the best of the best. What do you charge? I need yeah. I need a five hundred yeah. team to come and make sure yes. nobody messes with my Orion while we're out my Yes. 
These won't be game players. These will be role And be players, more than happy to give them the 250,000 credits. Mm -hmm. Because we're going to go yes. make, what, like... Exactly. Five million per mm -hmm. crewmate? Mm -hmm. At five crewmates? Yeah. So everybody could take the 50k AUEC hit to make sure they make their money that day. Mm -hmm. Yep. New all category, Star Citizens of the Black. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I'm going to say is give me a few of those uh, seismic charges that Boba Fett drops. That's all I need. <laughs> yes, That's honey. All I, <laughs> that's all I yes, need. Yes, honey. Just give I me a want few of those so seismic bad. charges, okay? Oh, my God. All right. Let's, 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 let's move on here. Let's go on to our next one. Okay. I'm actually excited about this. Now, a lot of people are not excited about this ship. I am. I've always been. Um, <laughs> This was our first big baby that we got uh, from CIG. I remember we, we always joke around, Kimmy and I in the car, I joke around about this all the time, but we remember the day when you would spawn a Starfarer and crash out the servers at oh, Port yeah. Olisar, right? Remember that? Done. <laughs> Log back in. Somebody, yeah. somebody spawned a Somebody spawned a Starfarer and the whole, oh, your whole server in. crashes, right? So... <laughs> That was but, 30K before 30K. Exactly. So the Starfarer uh, and it, and its big brother or little brother or twin brother, the Gemini. We can talk about mm -hmm. both these ships if we want because the Gemini is right after this one. Um, we just got in 312 our gas clouds. Our cloud tech is coming in. And we see that that's a precursor to the possibility of being able to do some type of operations with the Starfarer within gaseous clouds. Um let me throw this at you in the car. It's a loop question. We were really excited about the Star Fair when it first came out. People were running around in it, getting lost in it. Mm -hmm. Does it need a rework? Does it need a, uh, some work done on the interior? Or is it just a matter of people just have to get used to it because it's just kind of weird? CIG did a whole big thing about wanting to make it so that people could do some type of PvP with inside of it. Is it functional the way it is now before they even get into this mechanic of being able to dispense fuel or be able to uh, do some type of cloud tech? I think it's functional in its current uh, its current capacity, but it would not surprise me at all to see them do a once over on the interior. Mm -hmm. um, I think the exterior is probably fine. Mm -hmm. uh, love this ship. Um, I'm not even sure why, but it's just such a cool <laughs> idea having having a space tanker, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and one that actually can you know similar to we were we we're looking at the um the srv there and how it can dip into combat situations you see its brother here the the starfarer's brother the gemini um you know it can also dip its nose into combat situations refuel ships that are low and get the heck out of there um, <laughs> um but uh i am very curious to see what they do with it um like how much of a space uh, of a gas mining role they're going to build in for it when it's going to come in um and uh now that we have the assets in the game not currently usable but they're in there um yeah very curious mm -hmm. kimmy are these ships for lack of a better term going to be targets are they vulnerable or will people see these as a point a point of commerce and so therefore you know, in general, like, you know, we've talked about this, like the whole C, for example, we know the whole C is going to be one of the most popular ships that we see in the game. Uh, is it going to be a target or is it, or, or will it only be target to certain people? Because like for me, if I see a Starfarer, I'm not thinking about attacking it. You know, I'm figuring, okay, it's, you know, somebody's doing their job. Is this a pirate kind of thing? Or do you think people will just target it because they want to see a big explosion 
if for no other reason, you know, what, what's the, what do you think the scoop's going to be with this ship as far as safety and flying around with it? That's, that's interesting because in itself, you, you're going to have those uh, one or twos of, well, I'm just flying around. I need PVP. I don't have it. Well, there's a target. Mm. But then when we build out what the game is going to be like, and you, you talking about uh, now that, uh, Montreal, Canada is incorporated into the equation of creating these planets, systems, moons, worlds. Mm -hmm. uh, now you're talking about, yeah, we'll we'll get those spaces and we'll be able to traverse here and there currently. But then all of a sudden there's going to be this light switch that comes on and then people are like, wait a minute, the hell you mean I can't jump from here to there now mm -hmm. because I'm out of fuel? What, what's the going on? Then out of the blue comes your star fairer, and then all of a sudden that that value of what it was, where it was just a target, becomes a thing of an asset and a value because now it's like, oh starfare, oh mighty starfare, please come save me, allow me to leave this system, please, I'm stuck. <laughs> and okay. so when you you see so value, you're gonna you're gonna con you're gonna put that you're gonna consider that in regards to just uh, trollish behavior. Because they can keep that on their marker and said, who was that that destroyed us? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you maybe be in their reputation system and say, this person, that person in particular, they're trollish. Mm -hmm. Don't serve them any fuel. Okay. <laughs> Let them <laughs> take them out the try. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> GG, let me ask you a question at this. And I know you say you're a support yeah. person, but I've never heard you talk about this ship. And, and I want to go on something that Kimmy said. Uh, and, and something the CIG said a couple weeks ago, they talked about the fact that they're going to start spacing out these fuel stations, like these different stops, right? That there will be some systems where there may not be a fueling station. In other words, you may not even be able to get across it. You may run short. Uh, would you be willing to work on one of these ships as an escort? Because there's a group of people that have to get somewhere and there's no fueling station. The only way to get where we got to go is to refuel while we're in process. Is that something you would do as a support system, work on a ship like this or do that? Or are you not, nah, that's too much. You ain't trying to get that greasy gasoline odor in your hair. What's the, what's the scoop with that? Do you see these curls? These curls are not made for gear oil and gasoline, okay? Um, <laughs> no, it's not really my kind of thing. I like the Starfire. I think I would probably work on a Gemini more okay, than just version. a star hero because okay. i would exactly and i would like to be able to shoot at people okay. yeah that <laughs> size know, five at the top of the sucker ain't no joke that gun up there if you get hit by a star fair or gemini yeah. gun you're gonna get hurt <laughs> exactly you know you you run up on that gemini you you realize real fast oh snap yeah. that ain't a regular star fair <laughs> darn it like <laughs> yeah okay now this ship is uh, also green one. yeah really now this ship, the other you thing know. about this ship is that it does not just carry fuel. They've talked about this this ship being also yes. related to cargo. So who knows Huge what other, right, what else, it, it carries its own internal cargo bay. And it, maybe there's a place where you've got to deliver enough, something as simple as water, right? Or some other form of gaseous liquid, some liquid, yeah. whatever it is. Maybe it's milk from that space cow. Who knows what it's going to be? Um, but it's a point of <laughs> commerce is my point. Um, and this ship, let me tell you something. If you haven't flown one well, of these gang, for those of you who haven't flown one, it is a beast oh. to fly. Yes. Mm -hmm. This thing, I'm telling you, and when I say it's a beast, I've shared this story before. I was coming to one of the Lagrange points, one of those L1 or L2s one time. 
I tried to put on the brakes. I skidded 10 kilometers before that sucker finally came to a stop. <laughs> Listen, this thing and a prospector drift. Wow. I don't know what it is about the mischiefs, but these babies drift. So just be yeah. aware of that. If you're going through an asteroid field in this bad fella, <laughs> make sure you give yourself plenty of time or you might blow wow. yourself up. Okay. All right. Let's jump on over to this. Uh, let's next to this next category. And this is, we started touching on this a little bit. Uh, Nakara. There's some irony about this ship because it looks like a ship in another game. Do you are you aware of which game that is and what that ship is? Um, I'm. I was at the time it came out. Yeah, the Vulture. <laughs> the Vulture was um, done as an ode to a ship in Eve. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Very very similar look. Very yeah. similar look. But what do you think about this design? And by the way, uh, for those of you who saw it, and I'm sure Nakara, did you saw that commercial that the guy put out on Drake Interplanetary during IAE, right? Did you get oh, to see that the... commercial that the guy did with all the Drake ships? He showed every like a lot of the ships in CIG. Did you ever get to see that? It was the, it was literally the day Drake the day before Drake went on or the day Drake went out. It was a fan made film. I think I might have. The reason why I'm, I'm asking is that guy showed sure. how this thing operated. He he had it where the lasers in the front opened up and they were and they were the tractor beam and they were cutting into yeah. a ship. So I thought it was oh, very cool. cool. Oh, yeah, it was very cool. If you guys haven't seen I'll try to find the link. Fast Cart, I know you're here. If you can pull the link for that and drop it in chat for everybody. It was an awesome, awesome video. One-man operation. Are we seeing this as entry level into Salvage Nakara? Is that where we are with this one? Uh, for sure. Um, I mean, beyond the you know guy out on the hull with his freaking beam. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, this is your entry level. And... Uh, it's a weird. It's gonna be a weird one. I expect it'll probably come online about the same time as um, as as um, salvage comes in. Mm. Um, but then all of a sudden you have, unlike some of the other uh, you know game mechanics, you're gonna have two ships right away that are uh, salvage ships because um, the reclaimer's been in for a while. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes it a little bit awkward actually for CIG because they're gonna have to have something for both of them to do. Because they're not going to be doing the same thing, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Um, but uh, very cool little ship. Um, I'm uh, I'm interested in salvage, but I'm a little uh, not as gung ho as I am about mining. So I'm curious to to watch and see mm -hmm. how it's going to work. Um, I think I think it's going to be a deep enough system that I'm going to get into it because uh, CIG seems to be building some pretty serious gameplay systems so okay kimmy can you talk about why we haven't seen salvage yet what's this issue why does this tie into hmm. the whole iCash thing what is this why can't we go out and do find thousands of pieces of stuff and salvage it can you kind of explain that to everybody what's going on with that yes in order in order like for example let's say we have this is the this is how it plays out let's say you have this the uh vulture now what you're going to need you're going to how are you going to build the gameplay around this? This is how. You're going to have space graveyards, ship graveyards floating in space that has to be there, that, that have to exist. You have to go there. You have to be able to tear them down, tear them apart, break them down, um, do some sort of scanning to see percentages and purities of metals. Uh, then you're able, you, you would have to be able to get out, travel, Go through the, uh, the the wreckage and and look for other things as well. That's uh, like components. They have to be in the system. They have to stay in the system. Uh, inventory caching 
will allow uh will basically say these assets exist and they will stay there until they're re a certain number are removed outside of that then sig can also place them elsewhere and say here's a number here's another uh chain or amount of of these these uh salvageable components mm -hmm. that that meaning their their components their uh electronics their uh blades server blades uh you can find all these things and so in order for that to happen inventory caching has to uh be a thing it has to exist mm -hmm. to keep those assets out there but then in order to find it amongst these different systems you need the server meshing to come in as well and the server has to support all of this so in other words it, it should be hundreds if not thousands of of, of space graveyards and wreckage mm -hmm. and also when there's pvp of large capital ships or organizations that fight and they destroy each other mm -hmm. and they have to or they get carted away with the apollos and all those things mm -hmm. and their lies the junk the carnage is still there and you get a report of a space battle from the news van and say hey look look what's going on out here there was a huge battle you get in that vulture and fly to that location and it's still there it still exists until you take it all mm -hmm. and so that's what we need in order to make uh the, the the salvage mechanic a real and true thing outside of that you're just flying a ship thank you and then just have those mechanics to work as well that's another thing that they have to add into the game mechanics as well thanks ken perfect so and we want everybody to understand that because you know the reclaimer is one of those ships that has been out for quite a while the vulture but it keeps saying well you know why aren't these ships why aren't we able to use them and as kimmy explained very well the game has to be able to track not only hundreds, but thousands and thousands of items. And iCache and is one of the ways that that's being done. Right now, the components on your ship, even though they act in, a, in an active way, there's still not all these individualized items yet. And they want us to be able to look at those that scanner that you want to pull from a ship or that uh, that shield generator that you want to pull from the ship. Those All of those items have to be tracked. And if you're going to start salvaging, like Kimmy said, it's not just pulling those components, it's pulling the different types of metal. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff involved in that and the tech just isn't there yet. So this is something for people who want to do this career. When I was in EVE, I used to salvage like crazy. I love doing salvage. So this is definitely a career that I definitely, I've got a reclaimer so and a vulture, so I'm definitely into this one. Gigi, what's the vote? Yay or nay towards salvage? Yay, but like Nakara said, I am thoroughly less excited about it than mining. But mm -hmm. it probably will become something that I do just because nobody wants to be one dimensional mm -hmm. and you want to expand yourself and become good at lots, a myriad of different things so mm -hmm. that your reputation can go up and you can be called on for a myriad of different things. But mm -hmm. doesn't mean I'm going to be out there in a vulture the same way I would be with my prospector. Right. And Colossal, you're absolutely right. I do agree with you. No, the tech, I believe that the salvage tech is there. I'm referring more to the iCash tech, uh, but I don't think salvaging is the issue. So thank you for mentioning that. I think the, the issue is definitely tracking all of these items and the whole getting iCash stable. I think that's the mm -hmm. thing. Nakara, it rolls gonna... back up into the we economy iCash, system We need as well. persistence until there's iCash persistence. Salvage will not be a thing. Yeah. Nakara, are you going to say something? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that... Um... As a miner, if I if I just happen to notice there's a giant space battle right over my head, I will gladly be a prospector and go pick up my vulture and go 
Rip apart those spaceships. Well, I'm not gonna look uh, yeah. a gold mine in them. <laughs> the mountain. Exactly. Gold. Like money is money is money, right? Yes. Yes. I money like that. Money is money. I'm not gonna look a good gold mine in the mouth. It's funny. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Look, if, if if I'm just hovering around Crusader and I see something that's just recently been blown to bits, well, I'm gonna go to Port O, grab my vulture, and come back and get it. Yep. But I'm yes. just I don't know that I would go out looking for things to salvage right. as much as it would just be a happenstance. Mm, I, I hear you. If, if Tony Z was sitting here, he would say the most important thing to those those items that tie into iCash, uh, inventory cash, is the fact that it's going to roll back up into the economy, which will count as money made, uh, economy mm -hmm. uh, taxes being taken from those items by the UEE, mm -hmm. United Earth Empire. So which will feed into the military ships. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a rolling and constantly moving organic flow mm -hmm. of the economic system, yeah. uh, which will be with the quanta and the quantum system from Tony Z. Mm -hmm. It's really important. Cool. All right. We're going to go to the granddaddy on this one. I got to talk about this ship, the Reclaimer. Uh oh. Um, yeah, for, for anyone Let's who give a has, hand for the beast. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for anyone who has walked next to one of these things, Sigourney Weaver, uh, it, there is something about walking next to this ship that's oh just, that makes you say, How do they do this? You know, how do they yeah. do this tech? Oh my god, um, and, and I want to encourage everybody. I know this is going to sound like just so, uh, but I have to say it <clears throat> don't miss. In the midst of all the gameplay of Star Citizen, don't miss and don't not take the time to look at the hard work that's been put into this game. Oh Sometimes it's so easy to run from one location to another, to run here, run there. And we really run past all the hard labor that the artists of this game have, have put yes. into it. Um, the Reclaimer is one of those ships. When I look at it from the outside, I, it's I just- have to, I have to call a lie on that because <laughs> As much uh -oh. as I love Star Citizen, there is not all that much to do besides drive around and look at th pretty things. So don't tell me that we are not enjoying the art. No, 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 not you, not you. I'm just saying. I know there are people who I have mentioned things to, and they say I never saw that because they just didn't like you know, like I said, because it's so easy to run from here and there in the game. And I know there are people that do appreciate and do see a lot of the beauty that's in the game. I mean, the first time we all flew into Microtech, we just kind of, you know, your jaw just kind of drops. And you're like, wow, this is amazing. You know, um, this ship and the reason or why I was- Or at night. Or our corporate, oh yeah, at night. The reason why I was tying that in is because of something that happened to me. Uh, earlier this year, I did a rebuild on my computer. And the last computer I had was a pretty decent one with a 1070 card in it. When I, I, I by chance, logged out in my reclaimer in space. When I built a new computer and came back in, I had forgotten that I was in the Reclaimer. So when I woke up, I woke up in the Reclaimer. I saw stuff in that ship that I had never seen before. I mean, just all types of stuff that popped up in the ship. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize all this detail was in here. And yes, true enough, it was because the graphics card allowed me to see it. But my point is that they put a lot, a lot of work into some of these ships. And I'm not trying to tell you all to go out and buy a new 3080 card. Right, Kimmy? We're not telling people to do that right now. Uh, but <laughs> I don't have a 38. I said we're not telling people. I said we're not telling people not to do it. But, but, but my point is, this ship is one of those ships that to me, when I look at it, 
I'm just kind of amazed at all the hard work they put in it. Kim, you said it earlier. You mentioned Sigourney Weaver and Alien. You're right. I've put oh on the God. music, the, 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 the soundtrack to Alien and walked yeah. around on the ship and freaked myself out. It's, no, no, don't, don't do that. that. Don't it's an do old. That. <laughs> it's definitely an old. It's definitely Nightmares, an old man. To, Nightmares. Uh, um, oh, my God. I got to give. Go ahead, Nakara. No, uh, sorry. I, I, I'll be very quick. No, take your time. I just want to give huge props to the guys and gals who made this ship at CIG. Yes. Man, you managed to make a salvage ship probably the scariest ship in the game. Yeah. thing is freaking terrifying every time space you see one. Space creatures. Oh, my God. Nah, the Prowler is actually me. I don't like the fact that it looks like a bird of prey. <laughs> I will not and then play this can just game. kind of drop silently behind you and deploy people to murder you. As much That's as I'm a in hard the game, no for me. As much as I'm in the game, I will not be playing this on the week of Halloween. No. When we get space creatures, dude, that's not happening. But again, to 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 your point, y'all's point about uh some some of the negativity that pops up, what hurts me to the heart, um, what what I do see in in in, in some people or a few that there's this thing where they don't have their particular ship or their particular item in the game so everything else is ignored and the narrative mm. becomes uh they're not doing what they're supposed to do I, I, I this is this is ridiculous and they stick on one aspect of the game and refuse to look at all the other aspects of the gameplay and the graphics and the interactions and that hurts me to the heart to say that you're going to base this off of one thing and 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 trash everything else. I'm like, come yes, on, man. And come on, while stop. They're frustrated. They're probably frustrated. Probably not that's the all. best thing to do. I get it because it's the same idea where if you go to a restaurant and you order and you sit down and then somebody else comes in and they order and then they get their food and walk out, you're like, excuse you. I was here for 20 extra minutes. Where's my food? <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. So, like, I get why they're, why they're angry. I get why they're not really yeah. seeing yeah. the logic because they're like, dude, where are the things that I've paid you for? Yeah, because there are some careers right. that have happened faster than others. Some careers have not yeah. even and been then touched a lot on that, they, that haven't even been touched on yet. They you know? can't the gameplay that they want to do is not even available, like, at all. Great you know what point. I mean? Like, I'd That's be mad exactly too. what I was thinking. Great point. Yeah. We're going to send a car. I was just gonna say the only the only thing I would I would mention about that that analogy is they're walking up to a restaurant that's currently under construction. <laughs> yeah, but but at the same time the yeah. restaurant is open yeah, and open. asking you for money. Yeah. 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 But the restaurant's open and saying we are serving yeah. and yep. give us your money. Yeah. So it's First not week of opening. you can't be mad. Like yeah. it is what it is. If they're mad, they're mad, and you just have to let them be mad. Yeah. It's like Baker Square for me. I want a piece of French silk, and I go in there and say, "We don't have any French silk, but you can have some." Uh, and they don't got some French cream. silk. You're like, like, "Well, fine. I guess I'll get a piece of pie, but this ain't what I wanted." Yeah. <laughs> or you get the ship, and then you're flying around in the ship. You finally get the ship right mm -hmm. off the bat, and you're happy because your ship came in. And then you complain again and say. I don't have the game mechanics. What well, about the game it. mechanics? Yeah, that's it's always going to be something. A quick question to everybody: Gigi, are you big on flying big ships, or you stay away from yeah. flying big ships? I stay far, far away from anything <laughs> bigger than midsize. Okay, Kimmy, what about you? Do you have? Are you cool with big ships, or do you kind of stay away from them? Uh, to Nakara's point, the craftsmanship that went into the Reclaimer, and I saw one uh, in the past, and most recently on the hangar, and I'm still in awe of it. 
No, man, I can't do that. That's cool. That's fine. I mean, with the with the situations that, that appear and happen, and I'm scrambling. I'm getting I'm getting hits from <laughs> from either side. I'm hearing it, and I'm scrambling to say, "Oh, damn! Where's the damn pilot seat at? I forgot. Where is? Oh, god! Where where did it go?" No and problem. It, it, again, it's one of those things where it, you know, if it's a single seat ship. It's mm -hmm. no, it's You're more comfortable. I got you, but yes, but ooh. okay. Nicar, what it's, about you? Are you a beast. are you big ship person or now nah, you stay away from? Them? I tend to stay away from them, and but mostly that's because my nature is that I tend to, and I I fully realize that I'm playing Star Citizen, but I tend to be more solo in um, in, uh, in even in MMOs. How I, I prefer the. I mostly operate by myself, but when my friends are online, I'll go and hang out with them, maybe. But most of the time, I'm playing by myself. Um, to, you know, I'm always running this huge ship. Um, but I would be open to uh, being a pilot on one. Hmm. Okay. I'd, well, I'd be curious. Well, this this ship, and I'm going to move on past the ship, uh, but I do want to say something I just thought about. This ship has multiple positions. If you guys have ever been inside of it, oh, you've yeah. got a pilot co-pilot then there are two people behind them i think that one controls the claw or scanner then the you claw. go back in the back the claw <laughs> and then you go claw back claw. in the back there's another four position monitor station back in that middle section then there are the, the drone operators then there are the people who run the incinerator that chews up and garbages and stuff and then you've got the cargo reclaiming area I don't know how many people. There's are drone operators. To be this thing. There's a lot going on. Yeah. This is an RSA Orion level ship. Yeah. The yeah. same exact everything Kemi was saying about the about the Orion. That is that's what you, it's the reclaimers right there with it. Yeah. Um, yes. you're you're gonna live and breathe that freaking ship. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. All righty. All righty then. All right. Let's uh. Wow. Let's move on to one that is also. Okay. I, I go gotta ahead. bring this up because sure. he's. My buddy Eris over at the Relay Station, mm -hmm. uh, years ago, years ago, uh, wrote a couple uh, pieces of fan fiction for Star Citizen in which a um, a crazy cra or crazed woman um, who was captaining a reclaimer would go around and uh, murder people by crushing their ships um, while they're still inside, and it was uh, a spectacular story. <laughs> wow. That's, that's crazy. We'll have, to, we'll have to ask him to maybe hear that. I would. I'd be really kind of curious to hear that. That that is kind of wild. Scuba Steve, thank you for the host. We appreciate that, buddy. Always good to see you. Okay, so let's uh let's step up the gears here. For those of you who have the the deep deep pockets, let's talk about the Drake Kraken. Oh my God, privateer. We have just went to a whole nother CitizenCon 2018. <laughs> well, our very own um, Unique has a Kraken with the ability to upgrade to the privateer. Right. And uh, he plans for it to be a good portion of his gameplay is to not is to just homestead wherever he wants and <laughs> never really come down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Kimmy, the Drake Kraken, when we saw it, as you mentioned, we saw it in 2018. Everybody saw the commercial and thought it was the coolest thing, supporting a, yes. a prospector out there. That's pretty cool when you can have a freaking Kraken as your support 
when you're out there with your uh, prospector, okay? Mm-hmm. So here, here's my question. Um, is this a deep space item, Kimmy? Is this like you, is, is uh, Gigi just said, is this something that you go out there and it becomes literally <laughs> colossal? Thank you for the three month prime subscription. Thank you so much. Um, is this one of those ships that you go out there with your crew and you know, you stay out there? And the, the reason why I'm asking, cause here's the difficulty I have with the Kraken and maybe you can address this. It's, it's nice that you can have a bunch of people on it. It's nice that you can have five, six, seven different ships on it, right? Uh, yes. But if I come out and visit you and you out in space, uh, if I go to sleep in my bed and my ship's on your ship, what happens to it? I, I'm still kind of trying to figure yeah. that out when it's other yeah. people's ships. Yeah, I don't you're know. trying yeah. to figure it out. Think about what CIG's doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to happen with iCash. <laughs> You're gonna be inventory caching. You will be able to do this. No, but my question is, will it? it when, 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 when I cash this in, does my ship stay there, or I'm, I'm just because like if you don't log back in the game, I wake up on whatever the last place was I was at, right? But my ship right. technically is still on your Kraken. I'm wondering, is that going to be something that they're going to have to work out where they say, well, you can pay a certain amount of money and you can spawn it where you're at? Or if, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out how they're going to work all that out when it's other yeah. people's ships. If it's your ships, I get it. But if it's other people's ships, any thoughts on that, on what, what they could do? Yeah. It, it was kind of like uh, with that said about that particular ship, uh, you should have certain rights or a certain number. Within a certain number, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be a container in itself. Mm-hmm. So with that said, uh, because it's that type of ship that it's going to be a spacefaring type of ship, mm-hmm. uh, I think you should be able to spawn in or have the rights to spawn back into that ship, regardless of who the owner is. Mm-hmm. Um, as an organization, uh, I, when you tie that into so organization, maybe guilds, right? Relationships uh, will help help with yes, what you're saying. Okay. Yes, but it's it's but I, at the end of the day, it's about organizing and how you do things and having mm-hmm. that capability to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it might be some rights that you may have to go through or some hoops that you um, have to go through in order to make that happen. But mm-hmm. with iCash, those possibilities will open up. Okay. But I do see it as this type of ship and these other high-level industrial ships that we're seeing now. We're kind of mm-hmm. seeing this this progression of these high-level ships. Mm-hmm. By all means, you you have that right. You've earned that right just right, by the right, cost right. of it to be able to spawn on these ships and remain on these ships as a professional organization mm-hmm. to do that i think it's it's all tied into guild slash organization okay but once we get that foundational tech that will allow that then it's it, it comes down to the organization and having those certain rights okay gotcha i honestly feel like they're gonna make you work for it i feel like they're gonna give maybe the the kraken owner the ability to like release your ship back to you mm-hmm. Or oh, you gotta go get it. Mm. Don't get on a cracking with somebody you don't trust because if they don't decide to release your ship to you, you gotta go find them and get it. Or you gotta do an insurance claim and now it's not the upgraded version that you've done all the nice stuff to. You got a basic ship yeah. and you starting from scratch. Because there, that would be what would happen. It would be the same thing. You know what I mean? Like you have to yeah. go get it from that person who doesn't want to give it back to you. That's gonna be the same instance. There is also the least chance that the Kraken might be one of the large ships that, as uh, Shiver mentioned in chat, that never despawns. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Yep. Okay. Although, 
you gotta start to really worry sense. about that as CIG in terms of uh, in terms of server management. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so, and, and to that point, Nakara, let me ask you this: This is also one of the most expensive ships in the game. I mean, oh, it's, it's, ne it's next to the Javelin, right? When you talk about the privateer and the Kraken, they cost more than an Idris, right? These are these are pretty expensive ships. Uh, and they're drakes. I think Colossal has the quote, live on a Drake, live, live on a Drake, die on a Drake is his attitude about these ships. Um, is this thing as yeah. tough as we want it to be? I mean, we see it as a carrier, but we also, really yeah, but, but, but I mean, is it, is it, is it, uh, is it's not an Idris, you know, it's, it's not an Idris. It's, it's, if we go by lore, is this, is this a tough cookie to crack as far as the ship goes, or is it just tough because if this thing is fully manned, with ships and guns, it, it becomes tough to deal with. Bona, Bone Grizz, 97, thank you for the follow. Ristol Square, thank you for the follow. And, and Colossal again, thank you for the uh, subscription. What do you think, Nicara? You're looking at You're looking at size eight turrets on this sucker. Mm -hmm. Holy moly. Um, she's going to be a tough nut to crack. There's one size eight turret, four size six turrets, and four size five turrets. <laughs> it's a lot yeah, of good luck. Yeah, it's a lot I was like, good luck with that. Yeah, that's a lot of fire. <laughs> I was like that scene from Taken. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a lot. One of, of the firepower. questions that was posed to David Crew, John Crew, yeah, John Crew, uh, that, from that commercial where it actually uh, it rammed. It was a mm -hmm. it became a battering ram through another ship, and John Crew entertained that and answered and said, to some degree, yes, it will be able to. Uh, ram another ship and cause extensive thing. damage. Mm. Yes. Okay. Versus the Perseus. Yes. All right. All right. So let me go to its brother, the privateer. Same type of ship, but the emphasis changes. <laughs> the emphasis changes toward tr toward trade, right? It's got shops in it. Uh, you can have NPCs run it. It has two stores in there that are quote unquote secret stores, right? Where you can have your more private or smugly black market things going on in it. It loses some space for things such as the bikes and everything to to be able to have those stores. Uh, Nakara, there was a little bit of con concern with this ship because people had kept thinking Banu Merchantman. That's going to be the flagship trade ship. Then this thing comes out. At the time, the Banu Merchantman was still was came out at two hundred and fifty dollars. This thing came out at like fifteen, sixteen, or seventeen hundred bucks. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, they just told us recently that the cargo size on the Banu Merchantman will remain the same. They're not going to reduce it. Uh, but what's happening with this disparity between a ship that now I think the Banu's now three fifty, is that right? Anybody it's, remember in chat? It's like I gotta tell you right now. now, when the Banu Merchantman comes back and it's done, it's gonna be a lot more than three hundred fifty dollars. Okay, but and my oh, question is, yeah. my question is this price disparity. That's still a thousand fifty, almost mm -hmm. fifteen hundred dollars yep. difference in price. Um, yeah. How can CIG? What are they gonna do to make each one of those ships worth their value? Because, you know, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I get the fact that the privateer can land ships and it's got the landing decks and all that stuff. But still, 1500 bucks for two ships to do almost the same thing. Yeah, but the privateer, you buy us some land and you have a home now. Yeah. It's okay. not quite the same thing. You know, you um, can set that down on land you bought and then just be there. Okay. Okay. That's actually, that's a really cool point. Um, so the Kraken has much more of a... Um, floating like mobile space station vibe mm -hmm. to me um i think it's much more capable than the merchantman 
uh, has a lot more firepower than the Merchantman. Even though the Merchantman does have that gigantic main gun, it really doesn't have a lot besides that. Um, which is why it needs the Defender. And Which is why it needs the Defender, yeah. And um, so, honestly, the price disparity makes sense. I do expect the Merchantman, when it comes back, to be much more expensive. And I think its low price was simply an artifact of when it was originally released into concept. Um, the, I, I really liked Scuba Steve's, uh, uh, co uh comment, <laughs> comment <small>. earlier that, <laughs> uh, the privateer is the floating Walmart. Um, <laughs> I kind of view, I, I kind of think that you're looking at very different crowds too. I don't think a lot of legit traders are going to a crack in privateer. Um, cause I think you're going to run into an unsavory crowd when you're there. <laughs> Um, I think that you're going to have, but it's a, it's an absolute godsend for pirates who, you know, they can't go to most green, green zone, um, planets and stations because they're just not allowed to go there. Uh, they have these privateers out there where they can go and trade and refuel and get the stuff that they need. Um, so I think it's very much going to be, um, a cultural difference. I'll put it that way. <laughs> like okay. Griff, you're not gonna you're not gonna, you know, traipse off down the the double staircase of your eight ninety J and then oh boy, here we go, go to a crack. Mm -mm. Here we go. You're not gonna do that. <laughs> you're gonna go to the, the merchantman because that's you and you're gonna have your monocle on and your top hat with your gold <laughs> armor. And I'm gonna be like, why why? Oh but okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, on, on that note, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on from the uh, the two thousand dollar. Thank you, uh, by the way, uh, Dark Muta, Darkness Muta, and Fast Card four hundred and fifty dollars for the Banu. So there is a fifteen hundred dollar difference uh, between that Kraken Privateer. Oh, by the way, I forgot to ask: Do any of you own a Privateer or a Kraken? I want one. <laughs> Okay, Frosty K forty seventy seven. Thank you. Thank Hello, you. Hello, the, the idea that I would spend double a mortgage payment on a JPEG ship is legitimately hilarious. <laughs> you could enough. buy a car with fifteen hundred dollars. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Oh, Pytho says he is a privateer. Can't wait to make sweet space love to it. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Okay. All right. We're going to change up the category here. Um, this is a ship that I was surprised. I shared this with our, our cast earlier. I was totally surprised that this fell into the category of industrial. But as I mentioned earlier, CIG designates science as industrial. And the Reliance Sin is that ship. Um, I owned a Reliant Core at one point. I got rid of that. And I actually bought a Sin. And I bought it because of the fact that uh, even though I have a 315P for exploration, <clears throat> I kind of wanted something that they had to do something with science and being able to scan. We don't have that tech in there yet. Excuse me. But uh, Nakara, just real quick, I'll start with you. Reliant Sin. You know, Reliance, they've got these four ships. The Core I said Core. Core is the right pronunciation. I'm sorry. Is it? I never and knew then, that. Yes, I see on the, on the oh, CIG wow. commercial, when they rebuilt the ships, the announcer calls it the Core. Um, <laughs> and so we've got the Core. The Core, we've got the Sin uh, for the science ship. Any? Have you been on one of these? Have you flown it? What's the so, practical aspects of this? I, I don't have a Sin. Um, 
we uh, pretty much all of us over at Relay have uh, the news van version mm-hmm. of the Reliant. The Mako. Um, mm-hmm. For the obvious use, eventually, mm-hmm. of, uh, <laughs> you know, harassing people reporting? and reporting on their <laughs> misdeeds. Um, but uh, I really love the idea of this ship. It's it's a near starter ship mm-hmm. uh, for for the scientists out there. Um, obviously, the Reliant is a really cool little ship with its transforming abilities. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, obviously, you're going to want to work up from this ship, but as a as a one-person uh, starter science ship, it's pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Kimmy, yeah. do you, Kimmy, do you think they'll fill in the gap? I mean, you know, you've got this, and then you've got the Endeavor, but there really isn't a medium... Um, science ship i mean we could we could kind wow. of maybe lean the carrick a little bit but that's more science exploration mm-hmm. but i mean in the area of dedicated science do you think that they'll end up coming up with a medium ship that kind of fills that gap i, I think that that can that can definitely happen uh now that we know that uh i'm gonna say it again uh benoit bushes over in montreal canada is going to really grab hold of the planetary tech Mm-hmm. And then just take it to new levels. So, with that said, uh, space is going to get really, really big uh, in that regard. So, now we're we're talking about filling out the the, the systems with uh, artifacts, uh, uh, chemicals, gases, alien, ancient artifacts. So uh, that will fall under the category of sciences and and things that they scan for. That's or, or anomalies. That could be uh, categorized and cataloged. That will have some uh, applied science use that could transform into industrial uh, benefits for the game. Mm-hmm. So yes, I do see that in that regard uh, on, on various levels because this is this is going to really expand, mm-hmm. and you'll have that room, you'll have that space to travel out and and pick up on these anomalies and things that are out of uh, the the normal uh, natural order of things in star citizen they're going to lay out those those artifacts and those assets in, in the game okay kimmy i want to ask you a question yes do sir. you see them <laughs> per perhaps creating like a a tech tree almost and then having the science ships per like contribute to research and unlocking new techs as like a as like a community challenge thing for the whole like game well, a challenge or, well, mm-hmm. the fact that we have Sherry Heiberg, Sherry Heiberg she's like um, archivist. archivist. Yeah. And right there, it she's she's got her hands in things in that, in, that, in that event of having all these items and categorizing and, and having a hierarchy. Just like when we, we were getting little bits of, uh, of the uh, inside Star Citizen of, of alien creatures, they're building a hierarchy of... Of, of these creatures, apex to domestic to all these different categories. So they haven't said anything about these other components that, that are out there, but they, we know they're going to exist. So yes, they, to that, uh, we're, we're going to see a lot of things being created and they're going to put them in these categories. And that's why, again, they keep saying that iCash is so important. It's not just a coffee cup. It's not just uh, a, a gun or armor or, or, or ship components. The, the iCash uh, system will be able to allow them to really expand out 
these categories or these items across their server, uh, across all of their expanded servers. So they don't have to be 100% saturated in all the servers. They can be a few here, a few there, but in their database, there could be hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of artifacts and, and items mm-hmm. waiting for you to find them. So it's it's a it's that and Tony Z is gonna love it. It's the cat and mouse with it, you know, of not just uh of fighting and all these things. It's discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh there's so many it's gonna be so many layers of exploration, not just about going far away mm-hmm. and, and and being out in the black and just no one's here. I'm I'm, I'm out here by myself. That's exploration. Exploration is the com- uh, complexity of things, the component makeup of things, and analyzing those depths to on a molecular structure level to the high level of a planet size uh, of, of these artifacts that are different. And so with that said, yes, uh, that ship on, on a granular level, we're going to get a medium-sized ship. And then as it as, as we see the cadence is, they're, they're, like with the, the prospector, you have that prospector ship. Now it's building up to the Argo mole. And now we're going to look at Mining in space. Now the refining of mining, mineables. Now you're going to be introduced to the Orion. So yes, we're going to see a cadence of how far this can go. And once they're satisfied with that, we're we're going to be in good a good place. Gigi, let me ask you a question. Um, I think I, I talked to you about the Endeavor. I told you that one of my fears about buying the Endeavor or getting the Endeavor was the fact that it, you have to have people who are going to work that ship. It's not a ship that you're mm. going to take out by yourself and you're going to go run in the back and jump in the super collider, and then go run in the back and, you know, work in the Kim lab. Um, yeah. it, it, will the reliance in be a means for people to, for those who like science in some form, because I do want to differentiate the exploration aspect versus the science. Cause there's a little lab in there. There's like a little microscope. There's all types of weird things like that. And Kimmy talked about being able to go to some planet and maybe discover something that we don't even know about. Do you think that, um, it's still for one person. Do you think that'll be a career that some people would be interested in? Because I know we've talked about, you know, different people like to do different things in the game. Will there be people that want to like this science geeky person who wants to go out there and find this certain flower or fauna and examine it. And and that becomes a part of them and selling information. Is that another form of gameplay? Yeah. In-game paleontology sounds awesome. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. I mean, that's essentially what it is. It's like a botan, a bot, a botanical paleontologist, like mm-hmm. the the lady from Jurassic Park. You know, mm-hmm. like that's yeah. essentially the same thing, but it's exploring and finding new ones rather than the old mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't imagine that it wouldn't become some form of science and gameplay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a great Ice, point. Burn, thank you for the follow. We appreciate that. We appreciate it. Okay. All right, let's hit the last one here. We're about to wind her down here, and it's going to go to the, the grandpappy here. The um, yeah, the biggin, the biggin. Um, Misk, and this is probably, I think most of us oh my feel gosh. that this ship is one of those ships that <laughs> is anticipated, but at the same time... Take it away, uh, Griff. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be a while before we see it. Um, the Misk Endeavor. And as you guys see, this is heavy science. I know we're wrapping up this thing with the science ships. Um I'm gonna start with Gigi this time around. Um, it's a Gigi. This ship is uh, by the time you get through investing in it, just for the base part, the ship part itself is 350. By the time you get all the different modules and there's everything from a what I thought was a a med 
pod. I kept hearing people say med pod. Well, that's it's not a, a med pod. Sir. It's a hospital, right? It's got three <laughs> floors. It's not a med pod. It's got it's three hospital, floors. Right? Uh, the yeah. hangar the hangar is supposed to be able to hold, if I'm not mistaken, three cutlass reds. I mean, it's a big ship, and many people believe that the ship is going to grow in size over what they've yeah. shown us thus far. Um, is this ship, I, I want to ask this, is this one of those ships that, uh, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, is it going to be a target? Are people yes. going to see these and but target also, them? Also, I, in a way, yes, but also in a way, no, right? Because you run up to an endeavor, it's going to take a lot of work to get to any valuables in the endeavor. Mm-hmm. So you will have to be prepared to do some stealthy things. You're not going to go shoot up an endeavor and take anything. That's mm-hmm. a waste of your time. Point. You're going to have to be prepared yeah. to get on that ship, like to sneak someone on, <laughs> sneak whatever data it is you're trying to get. You're, you're not going to, um, unless you come out, <laughs> you know what I mean, with a javelin or an F8, you're mm-hmm. wasting your time. Trying to shoot at an endeavor, and even then, you're still wasting your time. Let me elaborate on something Gigi's saying. A lot of people don't know this, but the endeavor's armor is supposed to be strong enough to be able to handle meteorite meteorite storms. So this is not just some lightweight misc ship. And I think a lot of times people see it and think that oh, it's so. This is a ship built for heavy science, which means it's Mm -hmm. built to be out there. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to just for a long time for a long (laughs) while. You're not just going to run up on it and you know do whatever it is you're trying to do you better be prepared to work and the people that you bring with you to do whatever work you got to do better have the reputation to get it done because y'all better be some of the best smugglers <laughs> you know what i mean like in the verse to get on and off that ship without being found and taken care of cuz i'm pretty sure with an endeavor there's got to be somewhere to hold people who try something that's stupid doesn't it <laughs> All right. So you're, you you got a lot to think about before. That's a mission. That's mm-hmm. a sit down with people, plan it out. This is like an Ocean's Eleven. This is a mission. <laughs> you know, like we got to do it. <laughs> Kimmy, there's a lot of different things that you can do with an endeavor. Um, is this, uh, you know, there, there's the whole biodomes aspect. There's the super collider where you're able to upgrade, make components and do things like that. There's the hospital aspect of it. Uh, there's science labs who is this ship for? I mean, it does so many different things. Who is this ship for, for that investment? The scientists. <laughs> Somebody who's really into science. Okay. The scientists. Uh, is it about profit Sorry. or science or both? I mean, I mean, not to be funny oh. because the reason why I'm saying that is this, and, and bear with me when I say this, usually science and stuff is, you know, money's an issue, right? I mean, to operate this thing is not going to be no small task, right? So where's the profitability? It's not like when we go out with the Orion, we easily see where the dollars come from to cover the expenses. But what about science? Is well, is that going to be a factor with this ship? You're a well, floating similar, hospital. Well, that's similar true. to well, well, that's 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 the apparent and obvious uh, part of it, Gigi, and I agree. Uh, those modules serve to uh, specific purposes. But then when we're talking about and and again. I want to thank you all because, man, you you guys got me thinking, and and I'm, I'm literally right as I speak, I'm having an aha moment to the content of what we're talking about, and then the possibilities right now. Um, those those domes, which is reminiscent of uh, of Microtech, and having the the science modules, and then the sin incorporated, and then I'm thinking about the Apollo and the hospital, uh, the fact that you can take the Apollo 
Apollo ships and roll them up to the hospital uh, modules to this ship. So what's to stop SIG, similar to the, the mining uh, and mining, re the refinery station, to have science labs now, similar to Microtech, you have these artifacts, these these anomalies that you uh, and data that you um, extract and and save. What's stopping you from and treating it similar to the mining aspect of the game and going to these research facilities around these different planets and and, and systems mm -hmm. and taking that and getting paid for it because it's a legitimate uh, item that they can use. And then later on, uh, it's discovered that it it enhances maybe the the the, the uh, your 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 health pin or the um, or, or, or medical facilities, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. And so when you you see this, yes, it can be industrial because now you 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 know you can have this the sin come and land into the facilities of the endeavor, and then that other added gameplay comes into uh into the fold where then you're taking this artifact and they're doing the research right there or you go to the hospital or research facilities mm -hmm. and go further into the research and it comes to that it's discovered that this particular anomaly can do this that and the other okay so yeah i'm having a, a moment right now cool. on this that's cool lady space patrol also made a very good point did that agricultural module Mm -hmm. Go sell food yes. out in the middle yes. of nowhere mm -hmm. in Pyro. Feed the space cows. <laughs> Feed the people who can't get to, you know what yes. I mean, regular yes. space stations to get what they need. Mm -hmm. And yep. not only that, but if you are a floating hospital out in the middle of nowhere, everyone who's out in the middle of nowhere, you just became a huge commodity. Okay. Yes. You know, like, the spaceman is real. If you need to be, if you need health help that you cannot access, you know, from where you are and being able to hop a ship and get to an endeavor, come mm -hmm. on, man. Okay, good point. Judifus, thank you for the follow. Nakara, this ship is one of the unique ships in Star Citizen where the mate, the um, pilot or the command module separates from its back half. What, what are some scenarios you think that people would actually literally maybe leave that upper portion or the back portion of their ship up there? That Why would they want to separate? I mean, other than maybe attack being attacked, but I don't even know if they would want to do it then. What would be some... Because that, that, that command module is a really big piece of the ship. It's pretty big. Mm -hmm. um, why do you th what do you think CIG had in mind with that separating, being able to separate that part of the ship for an exploration ship like this, a science ship? So Griffin, uh, thank you for asking me because I was gonna bring it up. I was gonna bring it up anyway. Um, so one of the uh, is is one of the really interesting aspects of this ship. So let me paint a picture for you. So um, because this ship is also it is a heavy science ship, but it is also an exploration ship, um, the biggest exploration ship. Mm -hmm. So you know your buddy and your Carrick uh, discovered a new um, a new jump point. All right, so you can haul haul over there with your endeavor. Go through this new jump point. You can position what is essentially a brand new space station in a in a system that potentially has no infrastructure. Mm. Um, and then you can use the front half, and so you can position it as a space station. Then detach the front half and go along with your Carrick buddy and explore the rest of this system, mm. um, and then return back there. Meanwhile, your the back half of your ship can be operating as a space station and can do whatever you've decided to do. Mm. Um, 
farm or to create local food um, or, you know, whatever there is to do in this mm -hmm. new system or even just act as a place for people to spawn and for people to get equipment and supplies mm. um in this system that has no other infrastructure mm -hmm. um it's uh it's a really advanced ship and I, I honestly the endeavor is one of the neatest ships in the star citizen it is this ship is basically the stretch goal of star citizen as a game because it does everything mm. yes. um Every single, we talk about this on on the relay station. I think the Endeavor is the last ship mm -hmm. that's going to make in the game Agreed. because every single gameplay system has to work mm -hmm. for the Endeavor to do its thing. Mm -hmm. yes. And um, I, one of the things that I'm really fascinated by, and I don't think anybody else brought this up, but there's an observatory module to it, right. and I'm thrilled to find out what the idea is there now are we looking more towards i know it can be used for science mm -hmm. but what can you do in terms of let's say reconnaissance mm. um you know mm -hmm. observing the fleets of other organizations from afar hmm. um also one thing i wanted to mention because it is absolutely key to the whole science thing and therefore the endeavor I think one of the master strokes of designing Star Citizen was making data into a, a actual thing in the game. Like mm -hmm. how yes. many, um, um, extracting data, collecting data, intercepting data is that is a whole economy in and of itself. And it creates these gameplay loops for uh, data runners, for exploration, for science, and actually makes them something that, you know, are worthwhile doing. I want to. I definitely want to add to uh, Nakara's statement. That that's spot on. Exactly. Uh, you use the scanning suite, and 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 figure out that there's anomalies or there's artifacts uh, in this distance. You go to this planet, and basically you uh, detach that module for specimen extraction. You go that. You verify it's there. You detach. You go down. You get the specimen. You put it back on the ship and you come back, whatever that specimen may be, because you've analyzed it and found that this anomaly is something of nature of uncommon of what we're familiar with. Mm -hmm. and, and the computer system, the data systems has extrapolated that this anomaly is unique in all of the verse. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Uh, Phenike, I hope I said your name correctly. Please forgive me if I didn't. It says, don't forget you can get paid to survey planets. Mm -hmm. I mean, as you mentioned, there's so many different things. Yes. It's got the big telescope. What do they call the radio? It's not an antenna, but isn't a big or antenna super array collider that goes on this thing? We've well, got the super collider. Super you got the big. There's like a big antenna array. I don't even know what that's for yet. There's so many different. That's, I think what I, that's the that's the observatory. Yeah, the, the observatory. Okay. Observatory. So there's like awesome. nine nine pieces to this ship that can be interwoven. Now, mind you guys, of course, you can't put all nine on at one time. I think you all already know that radio yeah. telescope. Yeah. Thank you, Fast Car. But the fact is that you I'm can. I'm gonna try. Yeah. You can mix it and have at least two Someone's or three definitely going to try. Yeah, somebody Kaboom. will. <laughs> somebody will. I Trans will Project. personally somebody love will. to watch them fall out of the air. <laughs> you know, I'm just yeah. going to link this in the chat. So okay, this sure. is the observatory. And also, I want to see this freaking antenna in the game because it's enormous. Mm, okay. Just enormous. Fast car, can you give Nakara uh, access oh, there? Oh, telescope oh, array. Sorry. 
telescope array. A telescope. Well, array. that's where you're yeah. going to find these artifacts and anomalies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I, and, and it, it might could, it could be several systems away as well. Yeah. I, I do want to say this, Nakara. Thank you for saying sharing that idea because I never thought about that detaching reason where that becomes like an, <clears throat> you know, you drop it as a remote <clears throat> space station. Uh, that's mm -hmm. a pretty cool idea to think that, I know they've talked about having, maybe able to have things orbit in the game, but to be able to drop that into orbit around a certain moon or planet uh, would be amazing. Um, and then while you go down to the surface of a planet and do something, or even if you just go somewhere else, uh, it's a unique way of thinking it. But I agree with you. Uh, this is the granddaddy as far as I've always felt that the Endeavor would be one of the last ships of the ones that we know of that we will see. Uh, if I were to put anything behind that, it would probably be the Orion would be next to that. I think we'd probably even see something like the um, the, the Starliner before we even see the Orion. I could be wrong, um, but the Orion, <clears throat> it's the last of the mining careers. So it could pop up eventually because the mechanics are there, but just getting the Orion to work <laughs> is going to be no small task. But guys, keep your eyes open for when drones start working because when drones start working, yes. that means a whole lot of other ships, Carrick, Reclaimer, a whole lot of other ships, Vulcan, a lot of other ships uh, start yes. to Orion. become active. The Orion, yeah, become active. So keep your eyes open. Even the, the, the Nautilus, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many other ships that are tied into drones. So... Keep your eyes open for that. One real backstory about the Endeavor, and I'm done. <laughs> mm -hmm. Real quick. Uh, I think I believe it was 2016, Dragon Con, Atlanta. Uh, I met Ben Lesnick for the very first time. I looked up at Ben. He looked at me. And said, I just ah! gave him a bear hug. Okay, no, okay. <laughs> I just gave him a bear <laughs> hug. He gave me uh, my very first pen, which was the uh, which wasn't out at the time, uh, the, the Constellation Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And on that in that forum he revealed the endeavor for the very first time mm. it was the first concept concept ship and it was like it went for like 335 or 350 mm. and i'm like damn it i can't afford that <laughs> <laughs> but he he revealed it and it was said that that was his concept ship mm -hmm. it was you're absolutely right kenny yep that's an ode to ben lesnick well a lot of ships are an ode to ben lesnick that's for sure mm -hmm. Okay, well, we have chopped through all of our ships for the day. Whoa, that's the wrong thing. How did I get on that screen? <laughs> We're not gone. We're not we gone. We're not crack. gone. Oh. We're here. We're here. Release We're not it. gone. Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. <laughs> yeah, no, we are We are still here. Um, I want to get rid of that privateer. I'm going to go back here. I'm just hitting all the wrong buttons today. Okay. But um, yeah, that's it, guys, for our Industrial Starship show. We covered a lot of ships today. Uh, and we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us as always. Uh, don't forget, 3.12 is out to PTU for first wave. Uh, probably the way things are going right now, it, we maybe by the end of this week, it might be moving on to the next wave. Will I not? Thank you for that follow. Uh, so keep your eyes open for it. It should be coming out. People are streaming it. What we can tell you is this. If you have not been in 312, the gas clouds are beautiful. That's all I can mm -hmm. tell you. It, it it takes it to a whole nother level. And we also definitely see how industrial careers are going to benefit from that new technology that they've put into the game. So those of you who are into industry and industrial, get ready to get your bank accounts ready. Get ready to transfer money because you're going to need to do it because we're going to make a lot of money in Star Citizen, hopefully. Well, I Mm -hmm. I just heard earlier today that the PTU is open to all backers. Oh, it is. Oh, thanks, yes. Kimmy. That's awesome. Kimmy gave us the yep. good news. So, hey, 
Start doing your downloads, folks. Get ready and go in and enjoy. Make sure you visit the refinery. We cannot emphasize this. Uh, if you want to know where refineries are currently at all the L1. So if it's Arc L1, Hurston L1, that's where you can find the refineries. They're going to expand them out into the L2s a little later. But uh, Lady Space Patrol, Griff, she said Gib 400i. Lady Space Patrol, you already know where my heart is with Origin, okay? So you know I'm just, I'm already. Griff listen, is always done. My Griff family, always is my like, family. I don't need no more ships. Mm -mm. I got everything I want. Unless it's oh, right up until Origin Unless drops a new ship. My family, urban was, legend. my family was like, what do you want for Christmas? I said, send some money aside for my origin ship when it comes out. That's what I'm going to Do you want. see this so now? That's, that's it. Don't buy me nothing. Get that gift card. That's what it's I'm going to It's an urban need. legend. It's not real. <laughs> it's a rumor. <laughs> absolutely right, Lady Space Patrol. All right, guys. Thanks again so much. Nakara, tell people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at, at Nakara on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Relay Station, which uh, is on Saturdays um, at uh, 4 Eastern Time. And uh, over at twitch.tv slash RelaySC. And uh, you can also find us on uh, the Relay Discord, which you can also find on that Twitch page. Absolutely. Um, it has a short... Um, you know, short link, but my brain just isn't follow. Well, uh, fast cards put it in chat for you, so it's all day. Yes, and and by the way, guys, seriously, if you're interested in SpaceX, Nakar does great commentary yes. and follows yes. the space program. So if you don't want to do the work, he does it. Trust me, I, I, play, yes. I play catch up He's sometimes when I'm behind, but I catch no, up. No, I do too. I, I when I'm behind because I I I don't have the wherewithal to go looking for it. So he streams it live. Him having conglomerated it in one space and I can just go and take it all in at once is so helpful. Mm -hmm. No MSR, no MSR, SpaceX, SpaceX. We're separating those words, so just so you'll know, okay? <laughs> All right, Kibby, where can people find you? Uh, you can see me uh, streaming on twitch.tv, uh, Kimmy65. You'll find me here, uh, Soul Citizens, at 8, uh, 8 p.m. Standard uh, Time, Eastern Standard Time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you'll find me on uh, Friday Night Lives, late Friday, 11.30 EST, p.m. EST, Eastern Time. And Gigi, where can we find you and your little friend? Your little friend. Can we show everybody your little <laughs> friend one more time? Pico, Pico. <laughs> where can people find you? You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash the green eyed gal. You can find me at on Twitter at the green eyed gal. Um, and that's, you can find me here on Sundays and sometimes on Fridays. That's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. We are going to do a raid to Maiden Ariana. Maiden Ariana. And she is in the PTU right now, in fact. So she says she has five work days until she goes on her vacation. So I encourage her to get oh, nice. to work and <laughs> so she can enjoy Star <laughs> Citizen. <laughs> We hope that all of you guys are taking good care of yourselves as we get ready to go into the holidays. Our show this Friday, don't forget Friday Night Live, uh, where we'll be on this Friday. I think we're on, this will be our last Friday coming up. And then we are um, next Sunday. 
our show is called Wishes, about Christmas wishes. And so we're going to be talking about what are you wishing for in Star Citizen as we get ready to get near the end of the year, believe it or not. Oh, wow. So, yeah, time is flying by. So we really appreciate you guys' support as always. For those of you who follow, subscribe, and for those of you who just hung out with us tonight, we really appreciate you guys. Say hi to mate Mary Ariana. Hang out with her for a little bit. Tell her the Soul Citizen sent you guys. And uh, as always, peace, love, and soul. Soul. You guys okay. take it Bye, easy. everybody. See you soon. Thanks for having me. Thanks, to Cara. Thanks for coming. Anytime. That was delightful.